What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Tales from the Flipside. It's Monday night, Flipside episode 160. You're listening to Tales from the Flipside. Much love to everybody that's joining us live. Uh, we've got a full house again. I think that's three weeks in a row with a full house. It feels good. Uh, Dino, the CEO, flew right back from Florida just to hang out. He, he's got to make the show. The CEO's got to be here. Uh, Nico is is chilling in the house. Paul showed up to, I don't know, we haven't heard a problem in a while, so I can't call him Paul's problems anymore. Uh, Big Leg is in the house, and we have a special guest uh, cosplayer extraordinaire Oddfell is in the house. If you guys didn't check out her interview she did with Nico uh, last week, uh, we, I think we released it on Saturday. We released it. So a couple days ago. Make sure you guys go check it out. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell so you're notified whenever cool videos like that drop. Um, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. A lot of news, a lot of craziness, crazy market report. But the first thing that we're going to talk about is, is something that everybody's just going crazy about i see um, news about it i see crazy sales and that is the talk about calvin ellis being our new dceu superman there's a theory a rumor out there um that uh we're going to get a black superman in the dc movie universe i don't know is this going to be also translate into the dc universe in the comics where this is he's uh, you know calvin's going to take over for clark in the comics also um, I think that a lot of this is just rumors right now, but hey, where there's smoke, there's fire sometimes. So we're going to talk about a little bit, um, some of the info, and some of those books have been talked about for a while. I want to say that might have been an, unpre uh, an unpressable thing back in the day, talking about Final Crisis 7 and Action 9, which were some of the bigger books from that that everybody's talking about right now. Um, as a matter of fact, we probably had to pull those up. There were some crazy sales today. Um, if, uh, if I remember correctly, yeah, here we go. Um, so these are some of the sales today of some of these books. Uh, we'll start off with final crisis. You can see $115 raw, uh, $80 raw. You got nine, this is a nine, four that went for two twenty. Um, just some really, really high sales on a book that was slowly creeping for a while. This has always been a book that people pick up when they see it for cheap. So, um, it's not something that people didn't know about, but, uh, you know, two fifty for a nine eight. This was December thirtieth. Yeah, that's December, man. Yeah, so, yeah, holy cow! December. That that person probably got himself a steal because it looks like uh, you know raws are going for one fifteen, which is nuts. And th and then you also have the Action Comics nine, uh, which came out shortly after that, and we're seeing some pretty crazy sales. Some of the big sales are on this one, if I'm correct, right, uh, Nico? Yeah. So uh, there was uh, apparently a. Uh, CBCS 98 that sold for three thousand dollars. Wasn't it two thousand? Was it two thousand of the one in the one in twenty five hundred? So someone linked it in a hangout today. I think that actually. Yeah. There we go. I think okay. that's. I think that sold for a. That did sell for two though. Okay. There but we go. Still, let's let's be serious. If CGC, it would be four. So yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. This I, makes, I, yeah, makes no sense. But okay. 
But it says first Ellis Superman. So is this the first time that he becomes he puts he does dons the Superman S yeah. or he just shows up in Final Crisis 7? Um I I don't know much about this character. I didn't spec very hard on this. Yeah, but Brian, nobody knows much about this character. I mean, okay, so when I was uh hashtagging the IG post, um uh, there's 5,000 hashtags for Calvin Ellis. How many do you think there are for uh Miles Morales? You, you tell me, five hundred and fifty thousand. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is yeah. established character though. That's like, I mean, I think that's like uh, the only legitimate gripe um, is that it's just not a well-established character. So, um, you know, I mean, it's cool that we're getting them on the big screen, but uh, I hope that DC proper uh, does a good job of giving him uh, a series that people can read and enjoy before a live-action film. Uh, Otherwise, it's like, but 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 he has he been has he been named? I didn't think he'd been named. No, like, not at all. This I thought this all... is spec because Tommy Hesey Coates is writing it. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's a hundred percent correct. And yes. uh, Screen which, Rant which makes sense um, to be honest. Yeah, Screen Rant work, uh, is running with the idea. They, they uh, I think, are, are behind a lot of the excitement uh, around the alleged uh, plot line. Yeah, yeah, they I mean, they. they they a prolific state, writer of like African American studies and such. He's like he's not. He's well more famous for his work outside of comic books than anything that he's done for Black Panther or anything else. It says here, uh, Kate's is it Kate's or Coates? Tanishi Coates. Coates is Tommy's penning Coates. the screen is the screenplay that will reportedly feature a black Superman. Okay. Um, so uh, you know, again, this is all uh, sounds like still rumor and and you know. Um, nothing based in any fact other than like you guys are saying, he's, he's writing it, but it, it'll be interesting. Let, I mean, it's kind of hard for, uh, an all white panel to kind of ask whether or not, you know, America is ready for this character or whatever. So I don't think we need to do that. What we can do no. is talk a little bit about, you know, what these books are selling for. And do we think that they're going to continue to sell? I mean, um, Probably, uh, Nico, did you get a chance to look at um, the data on on like how many of those copies are out there and, and, and whatnot? No, I didn't pull the CGC data. Uh, please forgive me. I, I just kind of familiarized myself a little bit with the plot line. Um, you know, so basically you've got uh, a character who is president of the United States by day, um, you know, a different uh, multiverse iteration of Superman and uh you know, frankly, I'm not even aware of whether or not like Lex Luthor is the big villain or or um, how that all shakes out. Um, but I'm excited about it. I mean, Coates is a, a exceptional writer. Um, I, I really think the guy's super smart, and uh, this will be good for America. I mean, it just will. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, we will find out more in the weeks to come. But keep your eye on some of those books, man. If that if that uh, Action Nine variant. Wow sold for $2,000 for a 9.8. That is uh, absolutely outstanding. And real quick, Charm City Comics, thank you so much for the $10 donation. We appreciate all the super chat, you guys. You guys have really warmed our hearts as the Flipside channel in the last couple weeks. Um, it's been absolutely bonkers, the amount of uh, super chats and, and comments and love that you guys have been showing us with views um, and likes and, and comments, letting us know how we're doing. And, and I implore you guys, please continue to tell us what we do good, what we can do better, what you like about the channel. Um, that is all helps uh, immensely in what we're doing over here. So thank you for that. 
Um, all right. Uh, you know, w- one of the crazy things is is that um, you know we don't have very many uh, cons and, and stuff going on. We talked about this last week, and mm-hmm. here we have somebody who you know talked about it a little bit in in their interview with Nico last week about you know not having these cons and not being able to do this stuff. And uh, one of the things that is happening is you're getting these small cons. Um, Oddfell, are you are you getting a, able to get back into you know going out to these smaller cons and um, you know doing the cosplay thing? Um, I'm still mostly just kind of relegating myself to doing um, like location shoots and self shoots, at least until the vaccines roll out. Um, that may change, but also with smaller cons, like I primarily work weekends, so it's harder to justify taking off that time unless it's something I really want to get to. So right now I'm I'm still hesitant on conventions, but it's it's good to see that, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and we might have events that are back to normal size by the end of the year. Yeah. And and you know, Dino just recently got back from a small con. I think you guys yep. are getting ready to go hit up another small con coming here soon. Let's talk about that. What is this small con that you guys are gonna gonna uh, join and hang out and, and drop some flip side love at? Yeah. So Harper Cons in Ohio are um, an institution. They are your traditional small comic uh, shows. Um, they've been around for decades. I actually set up the very first uh, Harper con uh, that I was involved in, like in the nineties when I was a little kid um, and kept my uh, receipt. So when I got back into comics, I found it in a comic box. And when I reached out to him to try to rent a table, he was like, Oh, we're full. And then I sent him a picture of that receipt and he's like, I'll find room for you. Uh, So sleepy John and I are going to split just like a six foot table don't tell Harper. I'm basically paying to get in early. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere to but, leave uh, your bag. <laughs> so only one person is allowed. Behind, only one person's allowed behind the table at a time. We'll fill it up. Don't get me wrong, but you know I don't have to rent a minivan uh, to take books up there. I, there, I won't have a wall. Um, I, I think I'm going to sell. I think I'm going to sell Nico's and Sleepy's books. I think I need help selling my books, but I'll bring whatever anybody wants. If, uh, if anybody's interested in stuff, I mean, I, you know, you tell me and I got it. Uh, Pop archival and uh, Chris Colbert. Thank you guys so much. Pop archival says, thanks for everything you guys do. Um, And make sure you guys are following Pop archival and Instagram. We're actually going to talk about uh, one of his posts later in the show when we get to talking about trading cards and stuff. So make sure you guys stick around for that. Um, Your man, Stan, thank you so much for this. Uh, you guys are solid, solid as a rock. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, and also, you guys, we appreciate everybody out there that is is part of this community and does it with integrity. Uh, hashtag honesty in comics in 2021. So uh, keep that thought and uh, uh, this community rolling. Um, you yeah. talked about. We're, so we're- here's what's crazy about these small cons, Brian, right? Like at least this one. Um We've got golden age dealers. Like I, there's a, a, a little uh, couple They're you know, I don't, I gotta hate to speculate about their age, but uh, they get the early bird dinner. Um, you know what I mean? Like they get those discounts and they have major uh, books that they bring, right? Like just major books to these small cons. Um, you know, you'll see like, uh, 
God, I don't know, uh, Crime Suspense Stories 22, Chamber 19s, like just these horrific uh, ones, just monster books. Uh, it's this little show. Little last show, right? Yeah. Nice. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's tremendous. And oh, um, I wonder you won in early. You're hoping these old farts didn't catch on to some of these prices. Well, that's the thing. So, like the last time <laughs> I was at the last time I was at a HarperCon, I got a Batman Beyond one third print. It was me, Stein, Half Price Crook, Sleepy, Mercenaut. Um, God, who else was there? Uh, TJ Timebomb, who's a, a usual listener and arguably better than all of the rest of them at, at digging books, and uh, Keith and Sean, who are Nerdbox Comics, and and they're arguably again better than all of the names that you guys are, are familiar with. Like all these just incredible diggers, and um, you know everybody pulls deals. The hard part is selling books there. I've never figured out how to do it because it's like the 500 best flippers in a 500 mile radius uh, sort of like descend <laughs> on this little swap meet and, um, you know, just hammer uh, the dealers there. So if, if it's, not- cold. it's cold in the out there, man. Yeah. Like we, we got, uh, you know, over here in California, man, people, we can dig 365 days a year. Shit never gets left behind. <laughs> can't find a damn thing out here. Well, and, and there's certain places open uh, where there's also certain places that aren't open. So I bet you people are itching to be digging through some long, some long boxes, man. That, I'm, uh, I'm uh, gonna set up an artist alley, and I'm just gonna sign autographs. So <laughs> let's, do, let's do that. Come on, by the come on. I'm, I'm not. I'm sign sign people's laptops. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it. Do it up, man. <laughs> do it, brother. Like this yeah. is an antique laptop Nico uses. It's from 1996. <laughs> um, real fast, you guys. We have 105 live viewers right now. Thank you guys for everybody that's watching. Give a thumbs up if you like the show. Let us know uh, how we're doing. But since we've got uh, a bunch of people on, I want to do the quick giveaway for these. If you guys remember, uh, we have a giveaway for these two haha books. This is the wonderful, beautiful, uh, wanted comics John Gallagher variant. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. And uh, everybody that commented from last uh, last week's show on the YouTube video has a chance to win. And we asked the question, what was the uh, two books that were used in this homage? And most people got the Chamber of Chills right. I hope but, so. Jesus. Yeah, but not a single person uh, got the... Um, uh, what we call it, the second homage right. Yeah. Most people thought that it was a uh, killing joke. As a matter of fact, I think it was like 90% of the people. I don't even cool. think a single person uh, commented about it being the right book. Um, and yeah, uh, but You know what? That little logo does look like the killing joke. That's a pretty damn good guess. Yes, yes. So we're going to, um, and I'm just showing everybody here, you guys can see all the comments here. So we are going to uh, give away that book because nobody uh, really got it. We're just going to give it away to all the people that, uh, you know, whoever commented. And um, the book that it was supposed to be, uh, does anybody on the panel know? Joker one. Yes, sir. Uh, that is the book. And uh, Sean, you should know the story uh, a little bit better than uh, the rest of us on uh, what was uh, the reason and, and kind of what they, they talked about doing for that, uh, why he chose Joker number one. Um, is it, does it have to do with the story? Yeah, well, he wanted, he really, so I, never, he I didn't really, read number two yet. 
Yeah, he really wanted, if I remember correctly, and Drew's going to kill us uh, for if we don't get this right. Um, but I, if I remember correctly, he really originally wanted to do an homage to this. He he kind of had the idea that he wanted to homage Joker one, and yeah. it, it just wasn't in the cards, obviously. Yeah. And um, so, in order to you know kind of get that Joker love in there, he said, "I really there we go." There's Drew in the chat. He said, I yeah. really wanted, you know, he to show off the pinstripes. And uh, yeah. that's what you guys see in the Ha Ha cover. If you look, uh, we kind of gave the, the idea to look at the, um, what do they call that on? The, the cufflink. Cufflinks. Yeah. yeah. And uh, maybe we uh, we kind of we kind of screwed the pooch on that one. But Killing Joke's it, a good guess, though, dude, I it, have to say. It is. It's a great guess. And all right, here we go, guys. There's this fancy YouTube thing that uh, I found that uh, picks a random winner. So here's going to be our winner for that ha-ha trade set. Uh, you're going to get the virgin and the trade. And it looks like it's Leftover Zaggy, uh, who said Chamber of Chills and the Killing Joke. Good luck all. Great show, guys, as usual. So Leftover Hit us up um, at Tales from the Flipside channel at gmail.com or on our IG at Tales from the Flipside. Let us know what book you won, which is Ha Ha number two, uh, the wanted comic set. And uh, we will get uh, your uh, shipping information and get these sent out to you. So make sure to uh, hit us up. There you and go. The, the best news you are not a leftover tonight. No, you're not. Yeah. You're the no, big you're winner. Because. <laughs> I think I think uh, people are still waiting to get their sets. Um, I imagine with how crazy uh, the U.S. post. On Monday. Okay, but I know that, that part of the United States is screwed up. But priority everybody should on Monday. So. And, and Drew is last, doing last last Monday. Last Monday. Yeah, and if you guys follow uh, Drew on Wanted Comics on IG, that's Wanted Comics with an X. Um, there we go. Leftovers in the chat. Hell yeah, brother! Nice, good man. luck or good congratulations on that. That's a killer killer set. All right. Um, all right. The next kind of piece of news that's everybody's talking about is WandaVision. Do you guys all see it? Did you guys, anybody not see it? I didn't. I didn't, I, didn't I, was in Florida. I, I didn't because I was gone this weekend, but go for it. Oddfell? Yeah, no, I, I watched that like so fast. Okay, good, 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 good. I did too. And I know, Nico, did you see it? Um, if we're going to be real honest, I literally come home from work. Thursday and go to bed so that I can wake up at the crack of dawn and watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. There is no delay. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one, Paul. You see it? <laughs> no, I haven't yet, but I'm, I'm late well, on. Well, good. we're gonna talk the shit out of it because go it was good. Um, basically, you've you, the big fit book that everybody's talking right now is West Coast Avengers forty five because of the uh, Vision White Vision. Uh, you know, announcement or, or, or scene at the very end. Basically, they took all the parts of Joker and or Joker, Jesus Christ, a vision <laughs> and uh, yeah, professional podcaster here, a vision and put them back together. And he, when he powered on, it was, he was all white. And of course, everybody's been waiting for this. Uh, uh, they've been prices. talking about it for a while, but some of these prices are absolutely bonkers. These hey, you guys want to give one of those away? Huh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we don't want we don't want to put you out a whole dollar, dude. Same rules. It was fifty <laughs> yeah. cents. It was fifty cents. Same oh, rules as last time. 
Yeah, so make sure if you guys want to win one of these books, this raw West Coast Avengers 45, um, make sure you guys put a comment below after the show on YouTube um, and let us know your favorite part of WandaVision so far. And uh, also uh, let us know what you think of the show um, and, and Did, how we're doing. Okay, so Okay, so I know it's White Vision, obviously. Uh, so I apologize for not watching. That's what I should have done today, but I didn't. Um, was... Does anything of West Coast Avengers 45 actually have anything to do with, in the story, have anything to do with the WandaVision other than it's just the first, uh, supposedly the first White Vision? Uh, anybody have any idea? I mean, does anybody read West Coast read. Avengers? I've never read it. Um, but yeah, I, dude, I was I've read it, but I don't four. remember. I read it collected, so I couldn't tell you if some of the stuff has happened in this issue specifically but a lot of stuff from west coast avengers has been what the show's been based off of um but yeah since i read collected like i ooh, i couldn't tell you the exact issue well yeah a big shout out to uh uh jj maxwell and newbie comics um uh, you know letting snow on this because this is the perfect example you know they're saying nope and 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 i see comments also saying you know it's a dollar book last year and it's gonna be a three weeks now people are gonna be laughing at this but you know, I was matter of fact, I was watching newbie comics the other night and he was talking about a CGC 9.8 copy of the soul for $1,500. White vision 15. or Deadpool? White vision or Deadpool? Right? Deadpool. Like, what the? That's what a, the that, that was that was Steins, obviously, got that from his top 10, but that's a, just a good analogy, dude. Two two copies sold in, in 9.8, I hear now. So it's. <laughs> you both of them? The two times anybody ever graded them? Thank, yeah. Thanks, Rico. That's uh, that's great. Yeah, we're getting European. We're getting European hey. money now. Right. Hell yeah, yeah, man! That could Thank even you, be Franco. a that might even be a pound, bro. That might be. We'll send a pound a pound yeah, out. I thought that was, I thought that was five from across the sea. I like it. I know. Yeah, West Coast Avengers is the Thor God of Thunder early twenty twenty one. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's interesting. That's very interesting. It's gonna it's gonna tank uh, that West Coast. Okay, well, we'll see. Like a lot of people, I don't I don't think they realize. Um, I mean, but what's tanking? I mean, I don't think it goes back down to a dollar book. Do you think? Do you think it settles back down to like you know maybe a fifty dollar book? I mean, raw, I guess. I mean, maybe it's a forty dollar book. Well, here's here's the interesting thing, right? A lot of this spec is is probably also going off right now because some of look at this 228 Jeez. 228 hey, he has cgc in it so <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes you see it yeah, New it. cgc it maybe 9.9 .9. yeah <laughs> jesus 242 for a set um but anyways like th the figures have started popping up again uh you know we we, we the whole mephisto uh thing was a was a fake but some of the uh, pops have been showing up with white vision. Some of the um, action figures are showing white vision. So this is a character that if they're making action figures for, are we going to see this is how they're bringing vision back, right? Do they want vision to continue in the MCU? And this is how, because vi vision stayed white vision for a long time, for like 10 years, if I remember correctly. Because that's when I was reading uh, comics back, you know, as in my early teenage years, I, I think this was when this West Coast Avengers run came out. So I remember that be, as a as a youngster, and he stayed that way for a while. So uh, not until I think he came back, he died, and he came back in like New Avengers or something. I don't know. Anyways, 
if they plan on keeping this character around for a while and this is how they they bring him back maybe this book does see a little bit of heat lengthwise it doesn't turn into a dollar you know a dollar book in 3 weeks but it all depends on well, this final episode of WandaVision dude they could kill him again for all this was shit. a dollar book this it definitely was definitely was a never book. a dollar book that's not true you're crazy it, i found this book a hundred that's a, times that's, that's a different thing Finding books in dollar bins and then being dollar books are completely different. Yeah, okay, I mean, okay, that's what I mean by that. That's what I mean. It's probably a ten or fifteen dollar book. Yeah. Now they're they're still in dollar bins. Let's not. That's uh, what I mean by that. Yeah. You're let's right. not kid. Right. Like they're still out there in dollar bins. Um, Everyone next Sunday. That's all they're going to look for. Or this Sunday. Yeah. If if uh, if yeah. they made a Funko Pop for a ten second scene. Then Funko's killing it, man. They're killing it. Yeah, they're going to make money on it. You know they will. <sighs> Just well, so good. So good. At the con, so at the con, everybody's looking for that book, so you got to look for what they're not looking for. That's every con. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Backlist of weird shit. You think I, can sell, you think I can sell my other copy? Yeah. <laughs> I got to find the rest of them. I know I got more bring, somewhere. Dino, bring it. Or uh, Nico, bring it to the... Um, Con for trade. I, I'm, I, we could just we could. You'll get laughed might, out of there. Yeah, yeah, I might try to give one away. So this is one of those conventions that's miserable, where the guy's got like the microphone and he's trying to give away like free things. Oh, you mean like at my con? And yeah, it's like, horrible. Cool. And I, I just want to like, pay, yeah, I want to pay him for silence. Like, well, an hour let's... of silence brought to you by George. Let's talk about what we think is coming in the final in the final uh, episode, right? So we're getting one more episode. Everybody thought we were getting more because they there was this room, crazy rumor going around that the final three were going to be hour long episodes, and the last two episodes were definitely not hour long. So that right. kind of pissed me off. Um, but we do have one more episode left, and I guess this is going to be a two hour long episode. Does everybody know if that's for sure? God, I hope so. I mean, I haven't heard that, but I hope. Yeah, that would be like, where's the hour long episodes? Anyway, so we hopefully we'll get longer than 30 minutes. I heard, uh, I guess my rumor I heard was that if you watch it with the subtitles on or the captions on, uh, you get more information. But again, I, I don't know if it's verified or not. Speculation. Yeah, I watch with captions. Okay. Yeah, well, it's this it's one. Not a big gift, but. Huh. Well, well, this one is going to answer a lot of questions for us because we still haven't gotten our big uh, cameo appearance, right? Um, so, who do we think that's going to be? Is obviously Doctor. It's got to be Doctor Strange. He's got to show up in this episode, right? Magneto. Ooh. I think I think Doctor Strange will probably be the post-credit scene, just like a tie-in for the film. I like went back and watched the interview where they said there's a big reveal, and I'm wondering if it if it just is white vision and it's a troll. Cause Paul Bettany is like, it's someone I've always wanted to work with. Like we have great chemistry. I'm so excited for you guys to see it. And I'm wondering if it's just him acting with himself. So, I mean, like there still could be a big reveal, but at this point I'm kind of wondering if it's mostly just going to be that. I don't know. Man, that would be the biggest troll of Paul Bettany pull. If he pulls that off. Right. If that's the, if that's the thing that they've been talking about this whole time that him, acting with himself is the is the role of the that's person never been, that's never really been marvel's thing though i mean they usually will throw something out there to appease people and get people excited for the next thing 
Yeah. The, the thing that's wild about this one is that the rumored guest appearances, one has just been greater than the next, right? Like they're like, it's going to be Keanu Reeves as Ghost Rider, <laughs> Al Pacino, Robert De Niro as Mephisto. You're just like, what the fuck? And, uh, you know, here we are and it's like, okay, so are you guys going to tell that House of M thing? Kind of, sort of. I mean, they straight away said Feige did. This will introduce the X-Men. Now we're not sure if Quicksilver was a Gollum or from a different dimension or what the hell's going on there. I mean, if it's not two hours, I think there's going to be a lot of disappointed uh, Marvel fans. And that's, like Stein said, not something that Marvel tolerates. I mean, they do not disappoint. But do you want two hours and to for it to be crummy? Or do you want 50 minutes and to it like really juice you up? It's going to be 50 minutes. The finale is 50 minutes. 50 minutes of pure rock star. Well, you know, you brought up the the House of M stuff, and I'm thinking that that's what we're going to get, that something's going to happen to the kids that's going to make her completely flip out, and that's what she's always wanted, and we're going to see flip the fuck out Wanda and Multiverse of Madness. She's just going to be super crazy. And that's the whole House of M thing going on, right? Yeah, I think if we get a new character at this point, it's probably going to be the villain for the Doctor Strange movie. And I think we're going to see a lot more of Disassembled and maybe the end of Multiverse of Madness being more like House of M. That would be interesting. Ooh, that would be interesting. Because then they could use that, that Vision character too, right? Yeah, because we're establishing a new Hawkeye, so if they kill Hawkeye off like they do in Disassembled, like it wouldn't be as lost, you know? Like they could do a lot more, I feel like, with the Disassembled storyline with the cast that we have. Yeah, this is I, I'm really excited for where this is going. And um the funny thing is that you know, we're all talking about multiverse of madness and, and this stuff, and that's not even our next thing. Our next thing is Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? That's coming uh beginning of March. Is that is, yeah the 14th i think is so um is that as far as like the the timeline is that is that is is falcon and winter soldier the same timeline as wandavision or is it actually after i mean like is is this like can like a continuous timeline or is this happening at the same time i'll take a look i don't know if they've said i know in between the weeks they're dropping um another preview thing and a behind the scenes of WandaVision and they might say so then, but I haven't seen anything say when it's taking place yet. Okay. Yeah. Could the Marvel timeline be any more confusing? Yeah. It could be star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I I got, I got Marvel down, dude. I just can't figure out the like, you know, because it's like end of uh, end game, five years in the future for Spider Man. Where's Captain? At least there's um, a new, uh, at least there's a new Star Wars timeline variant on eBay. Oh my god, yeah, we got well, yeah, that ties that. a lot of yeah. stuff together, right? Well, we'll it says here that Falcon and Winter Soldier is taking place immediately after uh, Avengers End Game. Okay. Cool. And and we don't really know where the timeline is for WandaVision, right? Right now. I think it's I think it's pretty immediately much immediately after? after I think it is. When it everybody weeks, showed back months? up. I think just weeks. Yeah, okay. I mean how, I would assume you that like little town of uh what is it, Westfield, Westover, whatever the hell it is. Westview? Yeah, Westview. Westview. I don't think it lasted that long, right? I love um, the fact that we got 
her calling her Scarlet Witch. And if you remember in the comics, that when she she says that, you know, that's when uh, Wanda finally gets fully powered. She actually calls her the Scarlet Witch, right? Agatha calls her the Scarlet Witch in Avengers. What is it? West Coast Avengers or Avengers one eighty five or one eighty six? I can't remember. It's one I of think those. It's Avengers one eighty six. But let me ask you this, guys. Um, <laughs> do you think that uh, they're going to call Wanda a mutant because she had the witch powers as a child? She's or yeah, she's a mutant, right? Well, she certainly is in comics. I mean, but, but she no, she got the powers from the. Um, she got supercharged by the Infinity Stone. Is Wolverine? Don't they consider Deadpool and Wolverine mutants? Wolverine because of their healing factor. Right, Wolverine's well, healing factor. Yeah, but, I don't know yeah, what they, they consider they, Deadpool. Yeah, but they weren't with Weapon X. They weren't born with it. Don't your your mutant powers manifest in like times of extreme distress? Yes. So I think now that they own the rights, they could tie that in where the bomb was sitting in their living room, right, in the movie. So that could have been her time of extreme distress. I could yeah. see them doing it. I don't think they'll address it until at least Phase Five. Yeah, that's interesting. You think they're going to take that long to bring in the mutants? Yeah, I Kevin Feige said it'll probably take like five years before we see like any like true X Men property. So that'll oh. probably be, from what I'm estimating, the very beginning of Phase Five. Jeez. Do you think we'll see Young Avengers before we see mutants? I could, if we keep getting TV shows at the rate that we are, I could see it because I could see them kind of pulling together that team over different TV shows shows but it's so hard to tell but like they've already got movies slated for 2023 so it's kind of like shoot okay i could yeah. see them slowly start putting mutants but i don't think i don't know i think they're gonna uh-oh, uh-oh. why would you why would you guys kick her from the stream nico stop clicking buttons on that old <laughs> laptop oh boy <laughs> sorry about that um yeah, says why yeah, yeah. You, it, they say why bring Sean says why bring in Quicksilver, and that is that is a great question to ask. Um, we still don't know. We still don't know. Uh, I know that Agatha did say that he was. She had to use a what type of spell? A uh, exorcism spell on him or something like that. So she was saying, making him say what he said, but she didn't bring him. She just kind of put it in his head to to say what he said. So that'll be interesting to find out. Um, there's a couple really interesting things about that too, because like, he's the only person that shows up that when he does like the sensors out in sword light up, like someone actually arrived. So there's a lot of theories that, you know, is this actually, was it a red herring because we have like meta knowledge and are quick to believe it, but like, he's the only person that just shows up that all of a sudden there's like alarms for, so it could be multiverse stuff. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that somebody, for some reason, they just picked him out of the multiverse and, and that's how they're going to... They had such a, a great opportunity to use that. But I always say, when I always get angry, when I say, oh man, they messed that up, they had a great opportunity. Well, they probably have something better planned, like yeah, Kevin I, Feige. I trust Marvel much more than I do DC with this stuff. Like They have, they have the mutants, and so they're going to do it right. They have an ace in the hole. You know, why would they you know, why would they slip up and do something silly? They know what they're doing. So we just, you're right. Absolutely. We have the, the meta knowledge. So we just have to watch it, enjoy it. And, um, you know, enjoy the ride. Some, 
It was it was Westview uh Westview ever named in the comics? Like is there any relation or is that could that be like a West Coast Avengers fucking like sort of like nod? I, I was kind of worried about that. Because it yeah. just says they live in New Jersey. It doesn't say where. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, like I can't, I, I mean, I personally can't think of another Westview reference in a comic. So, maybe it is a West Coast Avengers nod. I do hope that they use him as an actor for Quicksilver. I think that's a, oh, rather, yeah. than, rather than it just being a nod, I think it'd be cool if somehow he was involved, whether it be a multiverse or something that, that would at least tie it up if it was maybe a longer nod, if that makes sense, rather than just never speak. They can't just not speak of it again. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, it's going to be interesting. We've got a couple more days and the finale will be here. So um, I'm not sure. exactly. Is it like uh, 3 a.m.? Uh, it comes out 3 a.m. Eastern time. Is that what it is? Yep. yep. Yeah. So. That's uh, that's fun on the West Coast that we get to see it uh, a decent uh, time before. <laughs> yeah, the one eye open. Yeah, stumbling in like, all right, man, let's watch WandaVision. <laughs> Come on, here we go. <laughs> all right. Um, something. Uh, let's let's jump to some. We've got some crazy, crazy, you know, stuff in the market report. But I want to jump to some card talk real quick because. Uh, it was recently announced that PSA had uh, changed, had upped their pricing. And not only have they upped it uh, a little bit, they upped it by 50 per- Like it, it's, it's, it's 100%? Double. double. It's double. So instead of $20, $10 a card, it's now $20 a card for the value packages. $50 a card for economy, 100 a card for regular. 150 for express and 300 for super express that is absolutely crazy but they are getting so many cards and um i want to give a a shout out to uh, pop archival on ig uh and pop shipper make sure you guys go follow them at pop archival um they have a a lot of cool stuff uh they uh, sent us some of these really cool pop shippers uh, that we are going to be using here in the coming coming months to uh, send something in. So um, we want I want to show something that was kind of interesting. I'm not going to play the audio, but this was really interesting to me because he was showing his submission um, that he had recently opened a bunch of uh, you know comic and and sports cards uh, or trading card and sports card boxes, different stuff, and uh, gotten pulled all cards that he thought were gradable and look at all these cards that he's shipping out. I think, uh, I forget how much he said it was. I think it was like four, almost 400 cards, but as you can take a second mortgage out, well, here's the thing, the amount of money that he saved by shipping these cards out that day as a pay, uh, as the next day was like, uh, ridiculous. Let me, I think he says it, it says here, um, God, Gosh, I can't so fuck. true. Yeah, he saved them thousands, thousands of dollars to send this well, you shipment can, out. Well, I mean, you can you can just rough it. I mean, if it's four hundred cards and it if you did it on like the the, the ten dollar service, I mean, it was four grand, and now would be eight. Three hundred and ninety seven cards. He saved forty two hundred dollars by shipping it out the day before. I know they get a lot more submissions, obviously, than 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 CGC, but and uh, I haven't really forayed yet into submitting the cards that I want to submit or even 
uh, personally grading to put together the piles, even though I know where to look. Um, I mean, I can't imagine, like, honestly, like I, I had I had books go out to uh, to CGC today. I can't imagine if it was like double. Like, I'd be right. Like, I, I, I like you know because car, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if prices go up because, like, I'm be honest, like any almost any moderns um, at the prices that they're at, I wouldn't. I wasn't grading nine 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 six as much less nine fours. I wouldn't even. I just. I just. Nah. Fuck it. I'll ask for a nice nice price on eBay for a near mint or near mint plus copy i wouldn't bother to grade it and now books like it just all hey i'm nine sixes are selling depending on the book yeah. nine fours are selling like i'm like i'm selling like i sold a nine two the other day and i was saying screw it like i'll go for it man but like i didn't have the um i, I thought i'll tell you what like i would be a lot pickier if they were uh if they were uh um uh, if they double their price tomorrow I, I mean, he yeah. won't see those cards till what twenty twenty four anyway. The yeah, that's the problem, right? <laughs> well, again, make sure you guys are following him on uh, on IG. It's uh, at Pop Archival, uh, as you guys can see right here. Um, and it, it fascinating. He gives some really good information about uh, uh, grading and and what to look for, and it, it's just a fascinating follow. So make sure you guys follow him. But one of the crazy cards uh, that we aren't, I don't want you know, it's it's just too crazy for what it sold for to not talk about it um, now uh, and not in the market report. And that is this Luca Doncic rookie, the Logo Man rookie, sold for four million dollars. You guys. 4.6. 4.6 million. It was closer to with five. A, with a check? <laughs> For a 22-year-old. Um, Who hasn't won a chip. No, nah, dude. He has nice. It was 5 nice, million. Sorry. The whole, 16 and 16. I looked this morning just to check. <laughs> <laughs> 5.8 million for all the there was like five cards that he bought for 5.8 million one card was 4.6 and that was the logo man luca the most expensive a card has ever sold for right ben um at least in basketball yeah i hope it's not windy that day when he's carrying that check into the bank jeez well the uh i mean let's let's talk about logo man's <laughs> just in general i mean you, you, i mean we've seen Kawhi logo man zion williamson logo man's i mean it's you know i mean it's a one of one rookie auto like th that hits the three major points right yeah That's memorabilia uh yeah it hits the points see how they're, they're gonna try to change the logo they want to change it to Kobe. Yeah, Kobe yeah. 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 I can't quite figure out why would you go with Kobe and not Jordan? If you're going to yeah. go with anybody, you would change it to Jordan, not Kobe. Because he had a bad helicopter pilot one day. Yeah. <laughs> you're exactly right. That it's, it, it, it's, it is what it is. You know, they want to memorialize him. He passed away. That's why they're doing it. They want to memorialize him. So then, then retire his number. Then, like Jordan, like you, nobody can wear that number. Then there. Well, which number? Thirteen or eight? Eight or well, whatever? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. But do yeah. all of them? Oh, yeah. Eight. I'm, I wouldn't I'm even. You know, I don't wear Kobe numbers. For all time, I, I don't even know if you should change the logo to um to anything. It's the logo, dude. Jerry West's nickname is the logo. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, they Maddie works for the Clippers now. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mark Cuban bought it. I, it'd be Man, interesting to find out. I don't yeah. know. Maybe give it some. I don't know. Anyway, wait. Cuban yeah. bought that card. Yeah. No, so, no. The guy, that guy bought that card. Yeah. No, the, a different guy bought it. This guy. Uh, 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 yeah, a, a different guy bought it. This this guy is. Oh, it's got it. Shine like, one fifty. His name is Aaron. 
Shine, isn't he in jail? It's that rapper that sounds like big, here. Right? Today's yeah, uh, today is a big day in the hobby. It just happens to be Luca's birthday as well, which is pure coincidence. Being this is such a significant deal, I had to make it public. Um, Logo Man, one of one from National Treasures, four point six million for the card. I don't even know if it says his name. This is interesting. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, get a re- get a real job, bro. Listen, these non-fundable, <laughs> fungible token things is is absolutely mind-boggling to me. It, it it makes me my head hurt. Uh, we've all seen the craziness with the Pokemon cards. Um, uh, Logan Paul just opened another box. I think he pulled two of the Charizards from this box. Uh, Ken Golden was there with him in in studio to to go through the Pokemon box. You know, it was a probably another five hundred thousand dollar box of cards that he opened, which is mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. Um, but you know, one of the other things are these non fungible token top shot basketball cards or Pokemon non fungible NFTs that they're selling. Uh, they're basically just like clips. They're digital clips of whatever. I guess Logan Paul is selling digital clips of him pulling the the Charizard cards. <laughs> I uh, I get it, but I don't at the same time because it's like it's you know Joe's right. It's like Bitcoin. It but Bitcoin makes more sense to me than buying a digital card or I just it's like to me the closest thing that I can get it to in my head is comicology or digital comics like why would i buy the eight dollar x amount more dollar for the variant cover on a digital comic than i would just the four dollars or whatever for the regular i don't know i just can't grasp it well let me ask this uh, as 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 nico likes to uh throw in from the uh from the back seats that Oddfell looks as as interested as he is when uh, we talk about cards. Um, <laughs> it's George. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oddfell, yeah. let me ask you: Have you ever? Do you know about these NFTs? And have you ever looked into them? And I wonder if this might be something that cosplayers would look into. I have not. I'm not entirely sure what all goes in with them. Oh, I don't have a hair tie. I spent all that time. Pointing <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. But um, no, I, I, I don't. It's it's been absolutely crazy trying to keep Pokemon on the shelves and even available for kids at this point. Um, because like anytime it's out, it's just instantly wiped. Um, I haven't seen this in a long time, and we've had secret layers and stuff for Magic, and everything that's going on with Pokemon has just been absolutely absurd. Yeah, let's talk about that because you do work in a comic shop and uh, I couldn't imagine the amount of people that are coming in asking for trading cards right now of all kinds is absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Are you guys... Se- I'm- Go ahead. Oh, no, it's just insane. Like, we have limits on how many you can buy. If it's someone that clearly is, like, there to buy and flip, we're like, sorry, we're sold out. Like... It's it's been absolutely insane. We've started telling people to go to Cracker Barrel because apparently Cracker Barrel selling them now. Like it's it's hard. <laughs> she just dropped some free cornbread, everybody, for all those uh, Pokemon fans who are looking for cards. Hit up Cracker Barrel. They actually built their first one like thirty miles from here in California in history. Oh, I so, love Cracker Barrel right. back in the day, man. Fried okra yeah, and, yeah, and blueberry Brian, pancakes. Our local- Brian, do you remember like uh or anyone else like gpk man when i was a kid 
Like there'd be like, I mean, you get them at Seven Eleven in the gas station. You, you know, circle yep. Arizona quarter a pack. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's quarter a pack, but they they try they try to limit them. Mm-hmm. Like it was like you know three packs a person. Like, I remember. Yeah, I'm sure it varied per store. It wasn't like Target is now with like a national thing, but it was just like that. You're like, oh man, you know, you tried to get in there because I'm sure everybody and you know there wasn't a secondary market. It's just kids like us wanted them. Yes. You know, I mean, I'm sure there would be at a card show or something, but it was like us. It was like it was like we used to get. 7-Eleven and Circle K. I remember, I told this Brian before, I remember going with my grandfather, man. It's probably 1985 or something. And the lady, she says, do you have garbage pill kids? And she says, yeah. And he's all, I'll take whatever you have. So 25 cents a pack. Like, that's a pretty easy way to, to, to appease your kids or your grandchildren or whatever. So we grabbed them. I don't remember. There's three or four packs left. And the lady says, hallelujah, we're out of garbage pail kids. <laughs> just, just tell nobody, anybody, there's no more GPK left, man. But Sean, it kind of reminds me of that. Dude, I used to, our local Toys R Us would get trucks on Thursdays. And I would call on Thursdays and I couldn't even finish the word Pokemon. I'd call and say, hey, do you have any Pokey? And he said, nope, and hung up on me. Oh. <laughs> That's about the point I'm getting at. Like People call and I'll be like busy and I'm like, oh, I already know what it's going to be before I even answer. Right, like, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to call tomorrow and just ask you. We used to, we used to oh, tell yeah. people not yeah, to let's do that. Like- what store? What's the store number? Can we put it on a ticker on the bottom? So <laughs> the store number. Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> well, what's but funny no, is... It's been crazy because we have parents come in complaining because, like, oh, we went to Target to get my kid, like, their weekly Pokemon card, and the guy in front of us put eight boxes in his cart. And I'm like, I I can't control that. Like, right. So the balance of, like, okay, capitalize on selling this, but also save some for children because there's so many kids that, like, get a pack or two a week that like I've had to tell were sold out for the past like four months. Hey, does, so it, it's does, oh, sorry. Do, does your store have like a hold thing, like for regular customers that, you know, are getting them for their kids? Like, Hey, you know, Sally Smith, like I have your two packs for, you know, your son, Joey Smith or whatever. Does your store do stuff um, like that? I don't know if we have any on people's subscription polls, but I know we have like some extra packs and stuff behind the register for like kids and stuff that we just don't put out. Um, And we've started limiting the amount of packs too, just because I'm like, man, like kids don't care if they get a Charizard. They just want their weekly pack. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You know, so it reminds me of, it reminds me of a cabbage patch kids. And when, they mm-hmm. were reselling Cabbage Patch Kids and all they would the moms would go in there and just run over each other for them. That's what it feels like. It's all these these flipper dudes going in and just um, there's videos and I you know, we've all seen it. We've all tried to go into our local Target or Walmart and caught the guy there. And there's guys just waiting behind him, like waiting for him to put him on the shelf so they could just put it all in their cart. And people are fighting shit on or excuse me shoot on uh um, mel v's show he was telling a story about how uh, i think he talked about it on the uh, hot 10 where two guys got in a fight in his comic store over the pokemon the latest pokemon release and shining so the comic fate. store yeah the shining fates or whatever the pokemon store the card store or comic store was like you're not getting both of you aren't getting either one of those and mel was like i'll take them so he gets you know their <laughs> stuff because they got in a Good fight over my so, man Nice. It is. Nice. Uh, it is absolutely crazy, and uh, there's some crazy stuff talked about to talk about in the market report. Uh, we'll get on to that later. Um, but uh, real fast, uh, we have a hundred and 
60 live viewers right now and uh make sure you guys hit that subscribe button hit the thumbs up let us know how we're doing but while we have a a, a bunch of viewers um hanging out right now i want to talk about something uh that it hit really hard uh hit home uh, for the flipside family um, for all the for those of you guys that don't know or haven't seen uh, Saturday's show, Modern Comic Mayhem, uh, we have a member of the Flipside family, Corbin, who is a host over at Modern Comic Mayhem. Some of you guys might know him as DC Corbin, Corbin the Barbarian, a really good guy, just super energetic, young comic fan that um, really enjoys talking about comics. And he uh, recently had um, some shitty stuff happen. And... Him and his brothers were out playing basketball one night in a uh, small town, uh, Phoenix area, uh, Chandler, Arizona area. And uh, some people came up and decided to open fire. Corbin's, uh, I believe, 12-year-old brother was shot twice, uh, one in each leg. Um, one leg, his femoral artery was hit, and they're doing their best to save um, Corbin's brother's leg and life right now. Um, he looks like he's, he is going to make it, but unfortunately his leg isn't doing so good. And they are having the, um, they are having the I guess uh, you would call it uh, medical uh, is being taken care of. So this GoFundMe isn't for the medical. Um, this GoFundMe is for the reward to capture the shooters. Um, and for whatever reason, the local police um, have come out and said uh, that uh, they really can't do much more to help. And um, they don't know who these cats are and what, what's happened. So this is, uh, is really uh, infuriating, and it, it also... Um, goes to show how well we can do when, uh, you know, family members or, or community members are in crisis in this community. Um, Drunken Chat has said that uh, they're going to do their best to also help uh, next week. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do our best to match whatever we raise um, for Corbin's brother in this GoFundMe. They've already got, uh, looks like almost 10000 raised of a $20,000 goal. And, uh if you guys can, I've put the link in the chat. Uh, I'll also put the link in the description of the show so you guys can just um, choose the link on the description. And uh, go if, if you guys you know are able to, if you're able to donate, if you enjoy the content that Corbin brings to this channel every, um, every week and uh, are part of this community. Uh, throw a couple bucks their way and, uh, you know, just if you want to do it anonymous, that's fine. But just, you know, make a comment that says Flipside family, you know, thanks from the Flipside family. And uh, us as uh, the channel um, are going to do our best to match uh, whatever you guys throw in there. And uh, this also goes for everybody that's given um, uh, super chat donations to us. Um, your super chat donations are going to go to help match some of that. So uh, along with, um, you know, people on the channel uh, giving uh, for that match also. So please uh, do, do us a favor, go take a, a look at the GoFundMe um, and read the story and how ridiculous it is that four brothers uh, out shooting hoops in a park uh, 
in a middle class neighborhood uh, have to worry about something like this happening, you know, and uh, it's, it's a bummer. And we'll see what we can do to help him out. So go check out the GoFundMe for Corbin and his family and for his younger brother. And, uh, you know, if you got a couple bucks to give, go ahead and give a couple bucks and we're going to do our best to match it. We're going to talk about this on most of the shows this week on the channel and also be talking about it on uh, Drunken Chat Sun also on Friday. So from now until Friday, um, let's see if we can uh, throw some funds their way to help uh, get a reward out there to capture the shooters. And uh, hopefully somebody will talk and somebody will say something and we can figure out who these people are. So um, there we go. Much love to Corbin and uh, and his family. Woof. Crazy stuff, shitty stuff, but uh, let's 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 help them out and see what we can do. Um, again, uh, the link is in the chat for everybody to check out, and I will also put it below in the description. All right, on to the uh, uh, real quick uh, shout out to a another Flipside uh, former Flipside uh, artist that we've talked about on Flipside before. Um, and that is Neil Jones, Dino, uh, who is a huge Neil Jones fan. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Neil Jones uh, says, it's official, unpublished, undone by blood, other side of Eden number one, Comics World variant for Aftershock on sale, 331. So shout out to Neil Jones. If you guys don't know uh, the story about Neil Jones, Dino, um, do, you have the, do you have the book? Do you have well, the yeah. book? I do have the book, man. All so, right. Um, so back in the day, this is, I think this is Sean Barry remembers. This is G plus era probably when he was wow. putting books up, I think. Uh, so he made me this dope, this dope cover. Yeah. I, I, see, I pressed it after the art and we graded it cause we knew it was going to yeah. go green, but yeah, we still whatever. Have on it. well, you know, it's so funny too, because they, I sent that stupid ass piece of paper. They're like, send this piece of paper in and it'll be yellow because it's from him. And they, they totally screwed me, but whatever. So it doesn't matter. It's PC. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I don't matter. So, yeah, it's a dope. He did a uh, steampunk Spider-Man for me. Um, just a sketch cover. So, it's it's just dope, man. I mean, so, it, and it says sign and sketch name and cover and art. But, yeah, it's it's dope. So, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's nice to see, you know, artists that, uh, that we follow um, or that we like or that are getting started and, you know, doing sketch covers and that type of stuff. And it's one-on-one, uh, -on -one too, man. So yeah, one on one, brother. eBay one on one. eBay one on one, going up forty grand. Don't worry. Yeah, so, you know, spare bedroom one on one. One on one, you can't make it. <laughs> so if you guys are Neil Jones fans, go check out Undone by Blood, the other side of or the other side of Eden, uh, number one, the Comics World variant for Aftershock, which will be released on March third, I think. So yep. tomorrow, next Wednesday. So. Very cool. Awesome. All right. Very cool. Uh, let's go back to this question. I want to. I want to follow this. So our boy Marvin Young uh, goes, "Hey guys, quick question: How how come you guys aren't uploading any more podcasts? We are. Uh, we actually did that on Anchor, and we're on Apple Podcasts now. Um, if you go, it's just Tales from the Flipside on Apple Podcasts, and we're on Spotify and Google Playlist Play Store, and we're on Pocket Cast and." Maybe I'm missing. Maybe on Stitcher too. So we're on a multitude of different uh, platforms now. Tales from the flip side. Just uh, put that in, and you'll be able to see it. And Marvin OG G plus CBSI. He is our OG. Top like hundred members of us, I think. Yeah. Yes. 
So glad to hear from Mark. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dope stuff. All right. Uh, you want to get into market report, Nico? Yeah, now that the tin cans that are holding my internet together uh, are working, uh, sorry, Oddfell, for inadvertently kicking you off the podcast while you're in the middle of a coherent thought. There's not many of them on the podcast, and uh, I have no good excuse. Let's get into the market report. All right. Uh, so basically what I did here, Nico, is I just uh, you know put them all in order and uh, tried to do my best to put them in, in some cohesive order for you. But uh, yeah. starting it off with uh, Uncanny 129. Yeah, so uh, we've seen just a, an incredible um, amount of growth for the first appearance of Kitty Pride, Emma Frost, and Sebastian Shaw. There's about 4,000 copies of this book on the CGC census, 3,500 blue labels, 304 nine-eights. Uh, I want to focus on the nine-eight prices. In 2019, the average was about $1,300. 2020, about 1500 bucks. In the last 12 months, because it started to take off in the beginning of 2020, uh, the price ticked up to two grand. The 90-day average is 2700 There have been seven $3,000 sales in February alone. Uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day was the high mark. Uh, I imagine somebody was very lonely and uh, had a thing for Kitty Pride or Emma Frost or Sebastian Shaw, I don't know. Yeah. And they paid 3840 bucks for a 9.8. Uh, my cousin's gonna kill me because he he goes uh, he goes. You think I can get a one twenty nine right now? Like you know, they're like a thousand bucks. That was like a year ago. I'm like, nah, they'll just stay around. You don't need to buy one. Don't don't you know? It's fine. And oh, I gave one of mine away. <laughs> I had two of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is. I mean, this was all. This was always waiting to happen. I mean, not necessarily three grand. But from but from uh, from GSX and ninety four up to whatever you want to say, you know, um, you know one forty two or something. But let's be honest, up up until uh, probably like one one seventy or something, it's just been waiting to take off. So every little thing is going to keep taking off since then. So it's a good it's a good thing. I don't know about this the newsstand. There's more newsstands back then, but like whatever. <laughs> Uh, next, we got um, this is Star Wars One. We always bring this book up. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> it's been moving, right? And it's one that I've been really interested in. So I apologize. It, it's better than Mary Marvel, but um, you know, for some of you, it may not be that interesting. Um, Twenty nineteen average price a mere nine hundred and thirty six dollars for a nine eight. Uh, by twenty twenty, it had jumped to a little more than fifteen hundred. The 12 month average was 1900 and change. The 90 day average is 3K. So here's the escalation in price from January 3rd to February 28th, just to kind of give you some indication of how quick this book's moving. Uh, January 3rd, 2600 bucks. January 14, 2700 bucks. January 17, outlier sale, 4500. January 27th, down to 3K. February 1st, two sales for 2,500. February 7, back up to 3,100. February 13, another 3,100. Valentine's Day, must be something about Valentine's Day. 
$4,300. Lonely spending money on comics instead of uh, chocolates. February 28th, $4,800. Yeah. February 28th, another one sells for $4,500 and change. You know what? I, I honestly thought, I think it was maybe like 20. I can't, I'm not going to remember exactly. Probably about 25 for 9.8, maybe three uh, uh, Force, when Force Awakens dropped. And and I was like, you know, because that's, you know, the the so much nostalgia in that movie. People crying, fucking Millennium Falcon, stuff like that. <laughs> and and so you know it, that that's what it was. And um and I thought like that that was it for the nostalgia on this. And people people told me I that that I was right about that because um, saying about how like the new generation doesn't give a shit. It's all uh it's all the animated series, uh you know Clone Wars, all that all that stuff. And they might and they might not care. Um, dude, I'm sorry. There's got to be like this crazy like old man investor group of someone with the blind leading the blind on this thing that has just got people doing this. Like general comic nerds aren't spending five grand on books. Just being honest, we know we know who is everybody in and out of that situation for years. I mean, most of us in here, few and far between, spending spending uh, <laughs> four or five thousand dollars on a comic book. Just, just, just being honest. Most of the people we know, because if we don't necessarily know all the people buying this, these are these are outside investors saying, "Screw this, uh, we want, we want, we're gonna get what we want." The price keeps going up, so we're gonna keep paying for it. We're getting the overflow from the sports cards and everything like this to make this go up. It's healthy for those of us that have definitely have some like older nine point eights and things like that. Oh man, but it just keeps it goes to show. If you got anything you think is perfect, man, go ahead and grade it and wait on it. You know. Yep. I mean, obviously, get it pressed nicely and all that stuff, but like, hey, this is a, you know, it's a, good, it's a good time to sell. But I don't think we're anywhere near any type of peak right now. Like I think Ben Ben, ben said last week when we were yep. sitting here about like, don't sell your keys, dude. I had I had some keys with like, you know, like a lot of watchers, 30, 40 watchers and stuff like that on on some books, and I was just like, no, 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 no. that means it's gonna sell, and I'm gonna feel regret it. I I, I pulled I pulled like five or ten books off of eBay. And I was just like, no, no, no. We'll see. Give me a minute. We'll we'll see how mm -hmm. see how this goes. I, you know, I had a, had a guy just like a just a, a vengeance one um, nine eight. I had it for a grand. This guy says, hey, will you do the go the go collect six fifty? If not, then what we do? And I'm like, and I look it up, and I'm like, well, the last two sold at just eight seventy five and eight fifty. And I'm like, to be honest with you, if you don't buy this, I'm gonna probably raise the price like tomorrow. And I did. And I was just all because we're creeping near my price, and then I'll be sad. So yeah, there's there's a lot of outside invest. I want I want to know where these people are learning to do this from. I don't think it's just it's definitely not people just like us. We think we know a lot of comic people, right? We're not the ones spending spending five grand on a Star Wars one ninety eight. Like where where are these people getting this information from? Is it's like probably, probably capital heads and heads investor people it's like i, I heard um i heard through the grapevine that um somebody's buying like jackie robinson cars like buy them all up or buying up certain players and stuff like that in the sports industry i bet you it's translated over in the comic world where they're like hey i see i see this is gonna go you know I, i'm hedging my bet and they have a ridiculous amount of money anyways so yeah it's probably yeah. like you could buy a gold bar if you know with the money they have, I'm assuming yeah, you, you could buy a gold bar and that'll go up or you could buy this book and it could go up, you know, this, this piece of plastic. They don't know what they're talking about with some paper inside and it'll go up even faster. Yeah. 
and I, I that's my opinion. I think it's going to the people who are just with money, man, doing what they do. I had yeah. the most fascinating conversation at Baltimore Comic Con. There was um, a guy that was, uh, I don't know, maybe in his 60s or something, um, that was there with his son, and uh, they had a, a small little table with incredible books. Um, you know, not stupid fucking Star Wars, copper, bronze, silver shit, but like golden age comics that you just never see. Um, in incredible shape and uh, just like an incredible eye for, you know, those books that you can't buy. And I was just like, who the hell is this dude? So, uh, you know, I started to chat him up and he's like, oh, those are my son's comics. And um, he's like, I, I sold a $250,000 coin and, and my son bought some comic books. And he was uh, a, a non-traditional investor for uh, JP Morgan and um, gave me the best piece of uh, advice that was the most simple piece of advice I think I've ever heard. He's like, investing is about buying and encouraged me to try to like buy things that you can't buy, right? Like uh, what I've noticed during this market report is that there are no longer no reserve auctions on golden age keys. Like there just aren't, look on eBay at the sold listings, there are none. Um, and I thought that was kind of shocking. So we've seen the, the kind of craziness that's going on with like GSX one and, and, you know, some of the silver age books like X-Men one or, you know, copper books or whatever. Uh, I can't wait until it hits gold. Um, it, it could be, uh, it could be like earth shattering. Some of these prices we see. And you know what those, the crazy thing, those books aren't built to last. Like, those that paper is unless there's like archival restoration to some of those things those things are going to fall apart like it's paper like it just it just wasn't they they weren't built to last like i'm, I'm saying you're wrong and i'm not saying we're going to see it anytime soon like the paper is literally just going to deteriorate in like whatever like plastic things you put them in like it's mm -hmm. just it's not even the best way to keep it is in a cgc slab or anything like that so it's like it's good for flips, decent for long term. You know, uh, if you got an Action Comics one, it's in a safe somewhere. You know, um, you you don't put your slabs in those food saver bags and vacuum seal them. No, but I bought I bought them <laughs> at, at Del Taco for people off Craigslist before. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a, I remember one time I so uh, I mean, most people know Carbonero is. We were at, I was at, a, uh, there was a gold and silver show out here um, that they have every single year until this year, of course. Um, that, uh, and and he, he's walking around this Action Comics 1, 7.0. Sort of 7.0. Wow. He's just, hand, he just handing it, handin it to people. Like this is three or four years ago or something. I think it was about a seven, that, that was probably about seven or 800 grand at the time. I'm looking around to give it back to him because I can't find him to give it back to him. Jesus Christ. The guy, the guy, if you ever, if you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. Guy runs yeah. around like a crazy person around the guy shows. So I'm walking around with a 7.0 and I'm sitting here. And so I've got a picture with this thing and I'm like, holy shit. I send a picture to my friends. I, I threw one on Instagram. You know, it's the only time, it's probably the only time I'll ever hold a copy of that book. You know, I'm much less really clean. It's conserved and all, but a 7.0. A 7 Dude, I text a picture uh, to my wife. She goes, you're going to sell it, right? <laughs> it, right? Because oh, she, she figures I traded for it or something. And I'm like, and, and just let's just say, um, 
you know, we're successful people. Seven hundred thousand dollars is an extraordinary amount of money. Okay, I'm like, that ain't my book. <laughs> like, I wish it was. <laughs> and yes, if it was mine, um, I would cry and I would fly it somewhere and consider it. But no, I didn't trade a Preacher One Nine Point Eight, <laughs> an Avengers Fifty Five Ultron first appearance for the Action Comics one. Unfortunately, <laughs> those are the books I took to trade that day. So. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Matthew. Cool. Uh, so we got this one: something killing the children. Number one, the old first print. Yeah, I mean, I I, so I didn't even bother to look up uh, the CGC data or the GPA data. I I, I put a bunch of these something killing the children uh, books on here just to try to get some conversation from you guys about it. I mean. Uh, the A cover was on sale at Midtown in the last 90 days for 40 bucks, and now it's a six seven hundred dollar nine eight. And okay, how much is a shoe one 9.8? I don't know, it's like 300 dollars. I assume it's less, yeah. Okay, beloved yeah. series, loved beloved it, made a lot of money on it. Yeah, um, this is past Saga one, by yeah, the way. Come on, yeah. Dude. There we go. Interesting. Uh, here's another one. This one's interesting because it's one of 300, <laughs> unlike the A cover, right? Uh, unlike a lot of the other covers that are selling for more money than it, uh, makes no sense to me. Uh, it's really kind of like a, a good example for me of kind of the irrationality of the market. I mean, it's Jenny Frizen. There's a blood spatter. It checks a lot of boxes for whatever reason it hasn't caught on yet. Yeah, this is but this is like the this is almost like a because I mean the, she's got the the B cover and then there's another version. So this is like there's way too many versions of, oh, that, no. they, of that. They I well, but I agree they beat into the ground uh, the Frizen cover and you know the local comic shop day uh, doesn't necessarily help the A cover. I mean, let's be honest. Um, but it it hasn't right now done anything to it. I I just uh, it leaves me scratching my head. Interesting. Uh, we got this one. Here's another one. Black Cape, one of 500, right? So we've seen huge sales for this. And then this was a no reserve auction for, by all uh, inclinations, a pretty damn sharp copy. And I thought it was kind of a lackluster result for the book compared to its other sales, but still a monster sale under the circumstance. And an awesome a, cover. I love I that a, cover. I got a quick set. question for actually for Oddfell. We're seeing a lot of these something is killing the children books on these market report lists in the last couple of months. Is this a big character in the in the cosplay community yet? Um no, actually. I would actually say like the book is so unattainable that a lot of people don't know about it. Wow. Like, I we can't keep the trades in the store. I mean, every time it come every time it came out up until like issue I think 6, it was sold out before the end of Wednesday. So I think just a lot of people don't know about this book because it's selling out so fast that it's not really even having time to saturate into the average reader who might stumble on it and pick it up. Um, yeah. So I think it's going to take a while for this one to hit unless it gets picked up by something for a television show. What an interesting concept that a book's value could actually go higher if it could even reach more people, but it can't because it's sold out so fast for whatever given reason. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's insane. Like people, 
ask about wanting to like start the series and I'm like, we're out of trades right now. Or like before the trade was even out, I'm like, yeah, we've been sold out for weeks. Like, mm. and in that really stunts it. I feel like, cause even if people are interested, they're just like, eh. So I think like a lot of times right. things that people cosplay things that go viral for cosplayers to do are often things that are um, memed or things that hit the media right. And when a book sells out like this, it, it, it stops it from hitting the media right. All right. My question was going to be, um, if you as a cosplayer look at this cover and, and maybe see money to flip or just a cool character to dress up as maybe in the future. I could or see both. it. I don't know. It's 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 one of those costumes where it's it's easy. So it, right. it really wouldn't be, if I was looking at it from a business standpoint, this would not be a marketable cosplay because no one knows what it is. Mm. Unless it gets bigger. And I think if we see something killing the children, getting more into the mainstream comic community, not even just mainstream media, because honestly, it's it's kind of its own little niche being independent and horror. Um, but I think if we see it coming more into it, you'll see a lot of cosplays pop up because it's so simple and so street clothes. It's going to be a very easy costume for a lot of people to jump on once it does hit. Well, the reason that we ask that is because we know we see it quite often. We know when a character is a really good character, when we start seeing that character take off in the cosplay arena. You know, when we start seeing Spider-Gwen at cons, we knew Spider-Gwen was a good character. When we started seeing Gwenpool at cons, we knew Gwenpool was going to be a character worth, that sticks, you know. So um, it'll be interesting to see if uh, if this takes off anytime soon in that in that yeah, arena. Like, dude, those, yeah. the Spider-Gwen suits came, like, with a quickness, man. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole, the whole uh, yeah, I don't know, the, the onesie deal. <laughs> sorry, sorry for knowing lack of the time. But like that came like right after uh, Edge of Spider Verse two, like within within a year, uh, I think, or even less. There's so, there's so many that love that, and they have the hoodies and all the different stuff. So yeah, yeah. it's and, and go ahead. All right, this being such a plain design, it's really gonna have to become just a popular book because this has that same kind of energy as like kind of like the Life is Strange aesthetic or the Tomb Raider reboot aesthetic, where really like. If people don't know the story, it, it could be mistaken as so many characters. Yeah. Well, we've got even more books on the uh, market report from Something is Killing the Children this week. Uh, a couple, one coming up that I just don't think I'll ever own. But uh, here's number seven, the one in 20 uh, Rios variant, raw for $600. Wow. Yeah. Just more craziness from Something is Killing the Children. What is, what's up with the, uh, Oh, here it is right here. Here's the number eight, uh, the one in 25 Jeff Deckel version. Is it Deckel or Decal? I think that's one of my favorite covers. I don't know. I think it's Deckel, but Deckel. I always say Decal. Okay. Because I think it sounds better. So, well, uh, this was m- one of my top three covers of the year, and uh, I wish I owned one. I don't own, I only own one of the, the top three covers of the year that I chose. Does it um, look like there's a cat on her head? And does that ruin the cover for you forever? No, <laughs> I, I don't see that at all. Paul, I see it do you see there. it? It looks like a, one of those little uh, grandma dogs, not a cat or an owl to me. I'm pretty sure that's an owl. An owl? Oh, Paul, that's an owl for sure. I'm just saying, because when someone, I think Andy Tomberlin told me that, and then I was like, okay, never mind. I can live without it. He saved me like 600 bucks. 
Ronnie uh, says, I love this book for John Burns' homage cover, but I hope that, like the storyline, White Vision eventually regained his own self, possibly merged for the two last episodes. He's talking about the Vision book. So there we go. Uh, yeah. Dang. Thanks Great. for that super chat. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Ronnie. Thank you, brother. Um, shout out to Mighty Mel V, who's in the house. Uh, make sure you guys are obviously subscribed to uh, the Mighty Mel V channel from Drunken Chat Crew. Make sure you guys uh, keep an eye on them uh, this Friday. Um, and uh, make sure you guys like and subscribe to them as well as Tales from the Flipside so you guys get notified about all the amazing shows that come out on this network. Um, what, what the hell has Mel got as an avatar? Is that like a... That's the old like character? Cruella DeVille that... Like no, that's the, it's it's a crazy <laughs> cartoon. He's gonna flip out on me for not knowing it, but it's a crazy cartoon, old school cartoon, where that's like the bad guy character. I think he's almost like a DJ too. Like he's a bad right. DJ character. Or something. I was gonna I say know. David Bowie, but uh... yeah. Anyways, this <laughs> is one of the David most. Bowie had a kid. Mel yeah. adopted it, and then you know what I mean. It went on drunken chat. That's what came out. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's. The next book on the list, uh, Nico, this is interesting because it's kind of in the same vein as Something is Killing the Children, and that's Department of Truth. Uh, here's a Department of Truth number one, CGC 9.8, that uh, went for $800, the Proof of Concept, concept variant. Yeah, so this is a cool book. You had to uh, be on uh, Tinian's like, uh, mailing list to buy the book. I, I screwed up. I don't have a copy. Shame on me, but... Um, I, I was really excited that uh, Oddfell joined us. In addition to something selling the children, I think the woman in red from Department of Truth is begging to be cosplayed. I don't know uh, anything about how Elva do like any of that stuff. So uh, for me, the eyes, the X'd out eyes, are what will create the difficulty uh, that I think it'll sell. I don't know that like just a little bandana around your mouth works unless you're like a pro cosplayer and you you do it first. But um, I think the X on the eyes, right? Am I right? Talking on my ass. I, I think it's no? very aesthetic. Again, it, it falls into the same fit, uh, pitfall of um, something is killing the children in that this book being indie and being one that sells out a lot. I don't really think it's hit a lot of the circles it needs to to be cosplayed um because i mean a lot of people have it as a passion project but when you see like these really like high-end cosplays usually it's a professional cosplayer and they're taking into account what they like but also what will do well so i think like it might be a couple years but then i i, I think that this could get some really cool ones because a lot of the art i've seen coming out of department of truth has just been awesome as far as character design yeah so both the tv shows um are allegedly in the works. Uh, you know, Tinian's announced um, something on his Instagram page and elsewhere about uh, something's killing the children. There's the woman in the red dress on the one in 100 variant for Department of Truth. Uh, looks like this one's gonna get um, made as well. Uh, we've seen the story from Deadline that uh, there was a bidding war and um, you know, I don't know what the timeline for that necessarily is, but uh, it's all pretty darn interesting in it. I uh, I guess I'm just fascinated that somebody who works in an LCS um, doesn't see it, uh, see either of these books as being um, major properties when right now they are the hottest thing in 
speculative comic circles. Is that a good way to describe it? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. How often does it fizzle? How often does stuff like that fizzle out before it could even reach mainstream or get optioned, though? Well, I mean, we've just never seen anything like either of these books, though. We've never seen independent books like this? I Not mean, this quick. I mean, Christ, there's only six issues of Department of Truth. Uh, yeah. There's only 14 issues of uh, Something's Killing the Children. It had one random variant that sold for $1,300. I'm just um, suspicious of like, had, how insane had, the market is right now. I'm not really suspicious. No doubt. I, I just think that it's, uh, I just think that it's like sort of a, I don't know. It's just following the rest of the market with the craziness and the limited stuff. And like, fuck, I mean, this is a, uh, Something's Killing is, you know, the number one book Boom's basically ever had <laughs> for, you know, whether than the wrestling stuff or something like that. You know, Department of Truth hitting, people like it. I like the, I like the, I really like the rate, the ratio for number two, though. That dude gonna devour the baby. That's pretty fun. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't think we've seen it like this, but we haven't seen any other market like this really either, to be honest. No yeah. doubt about it. So I think it's just following the same. Oh, oh my lord! Yeah, you I'm ready for this I'm, one? I'm grading my beater. That's it. <laughs> Ultimate Fallout Four, a six point five, sold for seventeen hundred and twenty-four dollars. Is that the one that you rolled up and stuffed in your back pocket on the way home from school? Jeez! Oh, I remember we had, <laughs> dude. We were at um, we were at WonderCon. Trey flew out to California. We're sitting there, and this is uh, one of the, one of the dealers. Everybody around here knows him, um, so he's got like uh, uh, he's not active online or any of that stuff. But like, if you're a local person, you know who this guy is nice, really great guy named Lee. Um, so he's got twenty copies of this in two comic bags, not bagged and boarded, and he lets <laughs> you go, and he lets you go through the bags, and but you can only buy one. And I think they were 75 bucks. And and he says, you're only allowed to buy one. And I'm standing here and I'm and I and I and I'm going through these copies as I did a couple of times. I did buy copies from him at different cons because you know there used to be a lot of cons back in the day. And so I was sitting there and I'm trying. I remember holding this stack of these raw copies of this with Trey and I go, there's gonna be a day when we regret not buying all these. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that day's here, man. <laughs> I, I I picked the best raw that I thought was like a nine two. Gave him like seventy five, and I remember uh, he's not around as much, but everybody remembers Dan Golgert from 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 CBSI. So I still text him, I'm still friends of mine. And I'm like, and he's like, he's a he's a love him frugal guy, right? And I'm like, man, and I think he had the copies up to a hundred. And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna take this one. You take that one. He's only someone. She's all, yeah, it's a hundred dollars. I'm all, it's already it's already like three or four hundred on eBay, man. Okay, just buy, just buy the, just buy the damn book, dude. Trust me, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna steer you wrong. I'm, I'm pulling a like a low near mint, very fine near mint copy. Guarantee we still has it, because he doesn't sell anything wrong. I, I press his books like once every two years. Yeah, so I'm like, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I made his, uh, I made his children money. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened. But I remember holding stacks of these. Well, you guys see my Instagram picture with like 20 of these. 
Yep. That was yep. only half. That was only half. That's like a third of what I pressed. I, I remember seeing a, a picture of trays where there's just like ten of these just sitting around, like they were just not even in bags and boards. Yeah, sitting on the ground. I thought it was hilarious to uh, getting uh, getting. <laughs> Yeah, I see him talking in there. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious to get like to just be like, "Oh, here, fix these thirty unbagged and borged copies of this thing." Oh God, dude! Now it is. Now it's the Hulk one eighty one of our generation. Period. Isn't that crazy? That's. I mean, so it crazy. is. There's not there's not a better spec book. Yeah. Well, look at this. This this is interesting because uh, th this is the Hulk one eighty one of our generation. But this book for a long time was was a big book for a generation and then it just kind of fell off but it's selling for decent money now yeah, set, up, huh? yeah set of dark knight returns one through four uh sold well first print sold for 542 dollars is that crazy that's awesome i love I to see that. so i had private conversations with people who you know i like talk comics with uh, about the next book that was going to pop right we had like asm 300 x-men one giant size x-men one and i'm like look it's uh clearly outside money like you guys have talked about these are guys getting back into comics card people with big cash long pockets trying to recapture their youth i was like you know maybe uh dark knight returns and they're like ah no no way not gonna happen Fuck DC, didn't happen with the movie. I mean, my God, Heath Ledger, blah, 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 all the excuses. And then I'm doing the market report and I was like, well, maybe I was right, but I'm definitely already too late. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that's what sucks. When you see it coming, but you can't act or you don't act, that's the worst part, man. And you're all, yeah. son of a bitch. The only thing I knew <laughs> came right? true and I don't even, I didn't even know it. Yeah. You well, know. the worst part, and I was being cheap. So instead of like, and who knows, maybe they're still like 800 bucks out. Instead of buying like an $800 nine eight, I'm out looking at the back covers of these books at shops, trying to find something that I can sneak through as a nine eight. Clearly didn't find any. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like, a hard nine eight. I mean, it is. No, they're a trade, dude. They're just not, it's not a regular. I mean, it's you can't press it like a regular book. You can't. Plus, the, that back cover is like if you look at them, I swear to God, they just get scratch nicked. Whatever, it's a pain in the ass. Um, if you see a nice one and you want to buy it in the wild, my God, uh, take it out of the bag. Don't be, yeah. yeah. Don't make the mistakes I made. Yeah, I say that, especially books that you happen to know how. This is different because it's a trade, but it does scrape a lot and scratch a lot. Excuse me. You know, like uh, we had um, a friend and I were going to buy. These guy had these Guardians of the Galaxy, one the two thousand eight number ones. They look like tapping nine eight. So I'm like, no, no, this thing's got a black back cover, man. Like, let's 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 not be stupid about this. We bought zero copies. Right? Okay. Yeah, New Mutants ninety eight, Amazing Spider Man three hundred. Like, if I see a listing online for these books, I swear to God, I don't click on the front picture. I click on the back picture because that's gonna tell. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna that's where I'm gonna start off because like, yeah, the front's gonna look good. It's red. You can fix it. New Mutants 98, Spider-Man 300, like just start start looking at the back cover first, not the front cover. Because yeah, there, you know. there was a place yeah. a couple weeks ago when I was up in Cleveland, the guy had um, he had like a, a long box of number four. And I looked through about three-fourths of it, and I'm like, every one of these is 9-0 at best. Silk? Silk number four? No, no this uh, the Dark Knight Returns number four. Oh, Dark Knight Returns. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a long box of them, but 
they were none of them were nine eights. If any of them would have been close, I'd have bought them. But yeah, um, one of somebody in the chat was talking about this book selling recently. Um, a nine point eight sold for some ungodly amount recently. Well, here's a five point of Fantastic Four forty eight that sold yeah. for two so grand. I like. If you've got major money, I like 49 uh, in high grade better than 48. There was a warehouse find of these uh, so that people are aware. Uh, there's a significantly larger number of high grade copies of 48 than 49 on the census. Um, but it's a book that's moving, not necessarily with the haste of, of a lot of these other keys, but it's moving. Um, you know, this time two years ago, uh, you could pick up a 7.0 for about two Gs. Uh, so I, I don't know. This could be the next one to move. I mean, it's the the most simple it, pick. It already moved. It's a naked dude that's painted silver in the middle of space on a surfboard, man. He already had a movie, and it sucks. Dude, no way. Right. That movie did not suck. He All made right, that yeah. movie decent. He made okay. that movie decent. The Silver Surfer made that movie decent. So Okay, so proof. There's proof now that marijuana makes that movie good. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, dude, uh, I'm sorry. Like I didn't hate it because I like I like seeing any of this on the screen, dude. How is it, dude? The the most. How much LSD did they do to create the Silver Surfer? And I respect that. That's the only thing I like about that character. Right? Great he's character. Boring, he's my, he's one got, of my all-time favorites. He's man. Got no jokes. He's just silvery. He's out in space on a surfboard. Man, come on, dude. Like of all, come on. They did such a good job when they first showed him. I like four. I like forty nine, man. I'm full with Nico on this. He's on forty nine, right? He's on. He's on the cover of forty nine. Yeah, I think a Norrin Rad uh, Galactus story would be pretty fucking cool, though. Any price you see right now is purely speculation that Marvel is going to do the next reboot correctly. Cosmic. I mean, Christ! Look what people are spending on X Men, hoping that they do X Men right. Right, and they will. You just got to know. You just had to hope you get the right. They already did. The question is, can I live long enough? Right. I I, I know that they ran out of budget. Like when, 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 um, when, uh, what's her name? The, uh, Jessica Alba. No. Well, no, that was what fantastic. She was, yeah, she was the best part of fantastic four. No, but when, um, the, the, uh, girl from game of Thrones, uh, finished off the X-Men run. And uh, so they didn't quite finish the way that they wanted to. Arya Stark, right. little Arya Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ar- yeah, that's why I was my Sansa. Sansa, yeah. I remember her real name too, but I'm, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I got so, nothing. So, uh, no, but uh, like, like, so unfortunately, you know, the Phoenix wasn't necessarily wanted to be. Like, they didn't, honestly, they didn't have the budget for it. Like, but like, I, there was tons of good X-Men movies. Could they you imagine if they did, did that well? Deadpool terribly, not the movie Deadpool. You know what I mean? The X Men Deadpool. Yeah, like that, the one he killed in his own movie. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It was it was bad, but they did. I mean, they had some characters nailed. First class, absolutely was amazing. Yeah, the, absolutely. Uh, the first X Men movies were amazing. They were ahead of their time, but they just didn't well, pull the universe together. Yeah, Quicksilver was so good they drug him into WandaVision. It, dude, I'm sorry. That was literally he's one of the greatest characters in all uh, of the X Men movies in right. just that movie. But you're bu- you're you're buying books not based on what they did. You're based you're buying books on what you hope they're gonna do next and imagine that what you saw doesn't exist anymore. That's not that's not wrong, but like same with but I'm just saying like, For these they crazy already, 
people don't realize they are like they did they did this over surfer like you get right only only uh, comic people like and i understand why you like it brian it's fine but it's it i mean we're not going to go with that's one of the cinematic achievements of comic universe fuck no it was it was it was, it was, it was really bad it was really bad um, we, we we got a question from the chat for Oddfell. comic boom says uh, question what new comic character has the most cosplay potential he threw out a couple in punchline and miracle molly so what is what is the newest Wait, hold character? on time out time out who the fuck is miracle molly a new character does anyone on the panel know who miracle well, that's molly the is? Yes. Yes. Even know who, hold on brian i'll show you her. does anyone else know who miracle molly I, is i know yeah. the name I know get the, the fuck out of here. If I know the name, if dude, if I know the name, then you're slipping, Nico. I'm definitely slipping. She looks like she's like, um, like she looks badass. 80s, 80s punk. Yeah, she looks dope as hell, man. Check her out. We need more punk rock superheroes. Oh, I know. Okay, yeah, I do know who this is. I forget what book she's from. Um, but uh, yeah, um, she's gonna be a Harley Quinn character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But punchline. Uh, oh, that's the it. other punchline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the other punchline. Yeah. I, yeah. Fuck. Both her and punchline have a lot of potential. It's very an in style. It's very fashion based with things that are in right now. Um, I think both of these will hit really well. I think the new Wonder Woman design for Yana Floor is going to hit very well. I was surprised that Star for Marvel last year didn't hit at all. I still haven't seen a cosplay of her. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's so tricky. I think that um, if cons were still happening, we'd be seeing like eight times more punchlines. Um, but I think that like cosplay is a lot slower now. Um, when it comes to trends like this, Lady Dimitrescu actually was one that shocked me because I haven't seen everyone jump on a cosplay like that in a while. Um, What's a Lady Dis what? Um, she's from the new Resident Evil game. Okay. Hmm. At least it's she wasn't so in a comic funny. book, and I wasn't failing to know who she was. <laughs> I, for the record, uh, I did know who the other punchline was, but I gave up on that the moment that I saw it. Yeah. This has been probably the most... I'm going to link it in the thing. I, I got her. It all comes down to writing. Yeah. She has been the most awkward thing I've seen in a hot minute, and it's just from a teaser trailer. Oh, um, that, does look, that does look like a fun cosplay. So does punchline. I feel yeah. like... Paul will look great in a corset. Hell yeah, I'd rock that. My stuff. man. Dude, I'm he already wore oh wait. Your wife could pull this off, Paul, really well. She that's could. A, yeah. that's a, I was like, that's a fanny pack. I thought he already wore one. <laughs> if I shaved my chest and wear a push-up bra, I could do that. Dude, I'm She's definitely getting a fanny pack. Pull <laughs> up your fanny pack, bro. Tighten it up. Yeah, I'll pull behind you, man. You're good. Paul, I'm wearing a fanny pack to the Cleveland con mm. in your honor. Gonna be awesome. I have you. all my stuff in it. Thank you. What um, what was I'm the, trying to have a good Marvel one though. What, what about was the stuff about this character that lady? I don't know how to pronounce it. Like being, it was is the character in the game just really tall or something? Something the stupid, silly, or what? And she has like exactly one speaking line, and it just hit just right. And I mean, it was memes for the first like week i would say and then the cosplays just started rolling in and now like i can't get on social media without seeing like at least one cosplay a day of her hmm. so wow. i think that if, if cons were happening i think we would have already seen that with punchline i think we will see it with punchline and i think that 
if Miracle Molly lasts, we'll definitely see it because she kind of has that cool like cyberpunk 2077 aesthetic that's in right now. Um, it's just a matter of it has to just hit the right point of the internet. And then once it does, everyone wants to jump on it. Um, nice. But I definitely think we'll see those. I really just want to think of a, a good Marvel one, but there hasn't really been a whole lot of um, new Marvel characters lately. So think we're gonna see um any lady the 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 lady loki character in the loki um show Ooh. coming out that could be a character oh, yeah. that we might see and it, here is a journey into mystery 85 a four five sold for three grand first appearance of loki um, that makes yeah. sense that makes complete sense to me other than some the fucking West Coast Avengers for fifteen hundred, or the first Loki for three grand. Save your money and buy this book. Amen. Or sell two if you have those West Coast Avengers in nine point yeah, eight. Sell, sell that shit. Sell and both put of it towards it. Yeah, as hard as you can, and then make a nice purchase like this one. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. so old school that I hate on people's shit, man. I really don't. I, I you know, you know, I hate ten dollar comic cops, but like, there's there's better investments out there. We, it, it's a crazy game right now, and the amount of uh, investors that are going to be coming into our hobby over the next year is going to be fascinating to watch. Um, we all and, know how often Vision dies, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's the problem. He's yeah, a cool character that can't stay alive in the comics. I guess my question for you guys is, um, you know, there are characters that just don't take, right? Like Scott Lang Ant-Man. Um, guy's gonna have three movies, and you know the book just isn't really coveted. Um, even it's, though kids it, love Ant Man, it's a, it's impo it's impossible book though. Like it's not a book that appeals to people. It's not that easy to find. It's always gonna be low grade. Are you talking about like the his his like his first appearance? Like is Ant Man Scott Lang Ant Man, not uh, you know Silver Age Ant Man? Okay, so are we gonna go Marvel premiere? What forty yes, seven? Hell, it is. Yeah, forty um, seven. You know, yeah, yeah forty seven. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, so there's a guy who's got two movies under his belt. Another one uh, that's on its way doesn't get a lot of love. Um, clearly, there's something different with uh, you know Tom Hiddleston's Loki. Um, has been popular out the gate um, in a way like a, I don't know if it's because it's a little more edgy than Ant-Man will ever be. Uh, certainly a classic Silver Age character. Um, it He's looks a like villain. Multiple. Well, so that doesn't check the right box, There's which is crazy. But that makes it. But that makes it amazing that here's a villain that has worked. Like well, dude, he, he teams he, up with his brother constantly, dude. Yeah, like, he's great. He in the he, work, he's he. I feel Loki's more anti-hero than villain. Yes, I'll agree with that. I'll agree. Yeah, with and that. and he certainly will be after two seasons of Loki. The second season's already greenlit. Yeah, people uh, are gonna love that series. I have a feeling oh, that sure. they're gonna fucking love it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so I just wonder what the future is for this book. Well, we see it's already selling uh, for a pretty pretty decent penny there, right there for a four or five. Um, all right, so here's an interesting one. ASM 316, the quote-unquote first Venom cover. Uh, this is a book that was talked about. I remember back in the uh, G-plus days, um, this book always being 
talked about being pulled out of bins and, and, and this was always a really big book. So, uh, you know, just a pull out for five bucks and say, Oh, this, this could be worth something. And now we're seeing it, you know, 9.8 selling for 1200. Dude, so I, so I, so this book, when we were at, um, Charlotte comic con, like two years ago, so I meet myself selling with the F five guys. So, uh, Dino, et cetera, uh, we're sitting there. And so this book, um, so we did, I did, I, I pressed one, we got a nine, eight. Um, it was, it was like a $200 book. And so, uh, and so our, our good friend, uh, Mr. Sleepy John goes, he's digging through our shit and he says, and he's all doing a box. He's all give you 200 bucks. And I was just all dude, check sales. It's like a $175 book, man. You want to deal on it? Like, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll drop it down to the, we'll drop it down the price. We don't care. It's our friend, you know, like we don't care. Yeah, so that was two years ago. It's two hundred dollar book, on yeah. twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's that. I wrote how many? Comp- how many nine point eights are there of this? Have, did you look at? Uh, I, did, I didn't pull the census data, but there's going to be a fucking truckload. I'll yeah. look it up if you want. But yeah, quite quite plenty. All right. While you're looking that up, here's another one. ASM 365. This is a newsstand. Uh, first, quote unquote, first Spidey 2099, a 9.8 sold for $840. Yeah, yes. that is a tough newsstand. I will say like that one, that one specifically, um, because it's so thick, it's, it's, it's extraordinarily difficult to. And uh, the scratches. To, yeah. The, well, the scratches on the hologram. Uh, it can be bagged and boarded. It's very difficult to um, uh, very difficult very difficult to press because it's so thick. So the front, because not much less the hologram, um, but because the front cover on that book um, is so thick that down that right side, and unlike other that that you can't crease things like you can't you can't sit something in a press because it's so thick that like it'll hit the whole edge of the book. The weird thing is you can press the back of that book pretty easily. Unlike other books, like it's not, the staples aren't in the middle. The staples are on the bottom. So the bottom is almost completely flat, but the top is rounded up. So yeah. all damage is going to be on the black. I sent, I sent one like a week ago. Um, perfect, but there's tiniest bit of foxing on the back. You can't really fix foxing, right? Like it, it's very difficult to get that off of there. And I was just like, hey, dude, let, let, who gives a shit? Let's see how this goes. You know what I mean? Yep. Otherwise, for book, yeah. Giant size X Men. We've been talking about this book a lot. Here's a eight five that sold for six six thousand six hundred and fifty dollars. Um, yeah, this book's going crazy. I think DS uh, Comics just recently said he picked up one. I think I saw on IG. Um, and uh, yeah, this book is going crazy. Absolutely nuts. You ready? You want some data? Yeah. 10,000 slab copies, 8,800 blue labels. There's 189 9.8s. That's the highest graded. A 9.8 sold in June for $22,500. Lord only knows what it would sell for today. Wow. An 8.5 with a cracked case sold in 2014 for 838 bucks. 2019 average price was 2300 The 2020 average price was 2700 the twelve-month average price was thirty-four hundred. The ninety-day average is forty-seven hundred in eight-five condition. All right. So here's the the price escalation from February twenty-second to the twenty-eighth. 
Um, it, it's fucking insane. On the 22nd, a copy sells for 3,800. On the 24th, one sells for 4,500. Another copy sells the same day for 6,600. Two days later on the 26th, the copy sells for 7,100. And then at the end of the month, a copy sells for 6,649. Wow. That's why I, when I, yep. uh, yeah, when I showed the, uh, that beater that I bought for like 700 bucks, like a couple weeks ago, I was just all, dude, I'm just, I'm buying this book. This is, this is literally insane. You know what I mean? There's just, it is what it, it is, what it is, man. I rem- oh, thank, thank you, you style. Yeah. I remember when uh, a buddy who presses books, real smart guys got like one of the best private collections of anybody I know, um, told me that he'd rather have a giant size one than an X-Men one. And I was like, what? He's like, well, those are my X-Men. Yeah. 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 I mean, he has them both. Right. But uh, he's like, oh, of course, that's those are my X Men. I, I am a I am a Cyclops fan. Just being honest here, but uh, more than anybody else, the X Men one. I do. I've always loved Cyclops. I'm a Cyclops fan when he's not a pussy. I can't stand when he is such a, <laughs> a, a pussy. When 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 um he was written in uh, Avengers vs X Men and the Phoenix stuff started coming out and he was starting to be a badass and when he killed uh, Professor X and afterwards and he was just a badass Scott and he was with Emma Emma made him such a dope ass character oh Jesus man I think I love everybody that here is agree with you I was waiting yeah. for the other two to drop I was like dude you're giving him props right now right uh-huh. I'm giving he was he was the best man. it's, it's... it's a thing cool (laughs) he's a great character man it's great he's so good he's so dependent on who's writing him i just i don't like it right now because he's back with gene and it's weird it is so weird yeah i don't know what's going on in some of those storylines it's It's fucking unsettling dude well well, x-men i i love 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 scott and gene yeah in the 80s and 90s i don't yes Together now, it doesn't make sense anymore. Like they're one of my favorite comic couples, but like after everything he's done with Emma, it just doesn't make sense anymore. And I'm like, can yeah. we just have him and Emma back together, please? Like <laughs> anything. <Yep. laughs> I think Emma's cooler character than Jean and now, anyway. So um, yeah, he's had but, development time. I feel like Jean's been yes. dead too long. Yep, you're right. Uh, back to another X Men. Uh, X Men showing more love. Here's X Men One uh, from 1991. Yeah. So I was at a dollar sale and didn't buy like a short box of these for a buck a piece, and I'm kicking myself in the ass. I almost did. I almost just picked it up and fucking walked out with it. Uh, it would have been cheap. I'm sure there would have been nine eights in it, and I was like, no, there's eight million copies. And when I say there's eight million copies, that's not hyperbole. They're literally were oh, 8 yeah, million yeah. copies. Yeah. Um, I was here so, for all that, baby. Yeah. I, I was when I was a little kid, right? Uh, I still have copies from when I was a little kid. And um, there's between one to two million copies of every cover. Uh, you know, obviously there's five covers. There's newsstands for the A, B, C, and D covers. Um, Comic Cron indicates that they estimate 4,300 newsstand copies. So this book was about a hundred bucks back in August and nine, eight, the direct markets. Um, people are hip to the newsstand ones on eBay. Uh, but if you watch this podcast, I'm, I'm sure you're 
figuring, well, I'll take a look at, at the newsstand. Um, this is when 90s newsstand matters. I and I wonder it. if it's going to be the same for uh, Spider-Man 1 um, and some of the rest of those 90s books with the newsstand copies. I'd love to hear what you guys think. I, I just, first off, I'm really excited how, like, he, I thought it was just guys like me that worked in desk for too long that had to wear back braces when they went out doing shit. But, like, it's nice to see that Magneto had to, has to do the same thing. You know, he's out mag harnessing all. He has to harness all the magneticism in the whole fucking world to fuck you up. And he has to put on a weight belt to do it. And that makes me excited. It makes me excited. Uh, his chest is a little bigger than mine. But great yeah. character. Great character. <laughs> yeah, wait till he shows up on WandaVision next week. Woo! Next book on the list, we'll get into some Stein. These are some Stein picks. Uh, this Action 252, a CGC oh. 8.0, sold for 18000 18, $18, dollars why, why, why is it green? It's it's not green. I think it's a... Uh, uh, Color issue? What, no, the black. Uh, oh, what, pedigree. What, Oh, pedigree. yeah, pedigree. Silver or whatever the shit yeah. is. I can my mind went completely oh, blank. It says, it says it unrestored. Well, green green could be like a pop staple though. Yeah, that's pedigree though. I think. Okay. All right. Yeah, it just looks weird here. Sorry. Unbelievable. Wow. Good. Good, Good for you, Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah, there was a Supergirl casting we should have talked about. Um, they've got a brunette Supergirl who is help me out, Puerto Rican, Dominican. What is Anybody she going to be in? Uh, looks like the, oh, Flash, the Flash, Flash movie. Yeah, she was. She was on a soap opera. Was that what she was on before? I mean, I'm know. not like a big soap opera fan or anything like I that. Miss, but I missed this one. Yeah, interesting. I, I I, good. She looks really good. I'm excited to see it. They'll probably end up slapping her in a blonde wig. Like, she looks really good though. I saw like someone posted like her acceptance interview or something. Yeah, on Instagram. Um, well, it'll be interesting. Well, that was, that was a really uh, DC, DC messes everything up, it seems, lately. But it'll be oh, interesting to God. see what happens with the Snyder Cut because I have a feeling the Snyder Cut is going to be freaking awesome. And um, if it is, let's cross our fingers that that puts a little bit of more energy into DC uh, material on the small or big screen. Spoiler, um, spoiler for me. I already know I'm gonna like it. Yeah, like I'm. I'm sorry. Like you have to go out on a limb to destroy this thing. Like, dude, I'm gonna get a Snyder cut of this. There's no like. Don't be wrong. It might not be perfect to my eyes. I'm not asking for perfection. I'm just excited to get to see it. Do you guys and hear I what Chris? I like it. I, I'm a homer. Did you hear what Christopher Nolan told uh, Scott or told uh, Zack Snyder when he found out when after he watched the Whedon version, he told Zack Snyder, "Don't don't watch it." Yeah, don't watch it. It'll break your heart. It broke, that it is... We were waiting for that man, and we had we had Doomsday so specked out. Like, oh my god, dude! And Darkseid is such a great villain. Oh, if you think, dude, we've been waiting our whole life for Darkseid, man. Yeah, we're gonna see Apocalypse. That's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. AF fifteen, a CGC nine point oh, five hundred sixty six thousand dollars. That looks low to me. Jesus. Um, Considering what we're going through, that looks low as shit to me. Um, an eight, an eight, 
No, well, I don't know. An Ado sold last spring for one seventy five. Okay, so that's high. Considering what we're going through and like everything we're talking about in comics, a half a million for a nine O in that book, which is probably I don't know, probably probably the if I was going to guess, probably the fifteenth highest uh, graded. There are there are four nine eights, six. I'm sorry, not four nine eights, four nine sixes. Uh-huh. There, are, there are no blue label nine eights. Um, six nine fours, three nine twos, and eleven nine O's. So I was pretty close. Yep. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a bargain. I don't have five hundred sixty-six thousand dollars spent on a comic book, but if I did, I would <laughs> I would buy that one. Just being honest. Yeah, here we go. Not spent on anything. What does it come? Let's give some uh, some blue bolt love. Uh, Golden age or uh, LB Cole cover, classic LB Cole cover. Blue bolt one fifteen, a six five uh, sold for sixty four hundred dollars. Uh, wow, beautiful cover. Love that yeah. cover. Wow, damn good cover. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, there was well, some, there was a lot of big big books that went off on Comic Link this week. One eleven Cere- favorite. Right? Yeah, there's one of them, buddy. Yeah, Cerebus number one, a nine four sold for twenty nine thousand dollars. It's the uh, highest in the census. There's only two of them. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. That's awesome. Cry for Dawn. I saw Cry for Dawn sell for really cheap the other day, and then I saw this. Uh, this, oh, this, this is actually cheap. I was about to say this was the one I saw, and I went only a thousand dollars for a nine eight Cry for Dawn. One, yeah. Number one. Yeah. For the record, that is a pain in the ass to find in anything other than kind of myth grade. They, they grade the reprints on this because it's so hard to to find the original. Right. There, there's only sixty three copies of this. Com- total in the census total my buddy been asking me for one because when he was in prison he got her tattooed like on his whole arm right there and then i was just all i kind of gave up trying to get him a cop like a copy i've got a copy you have one is it a is it a reprint no but she ain't pretty i think uh i think we all forget how like because this was like you know 90s bad girl stuff but yeah i mean that's some great art. I mean, Lizard was yeah, yeah. Lizard was awesome. Yep, I remember this book. Uh, looking at this book in the old school wizard and just being like, you knew about this book. You knew about the crosses in the sky and all right. the bullshit, right? You know, you knew about this book. This book was such a big book back then. Um, it's one right. of the series that people still. Um, or routine like big dealers are still hunting for on the CGC boards and the want to buy ads, yep. right? Like I want this and this grade, and and they don't do that. You know what I mean? And another reason it's enjoyable because this is like this is clearly a collector purchase. This isn't yes. fucking a Wall Street guy trying to launder money. No doubt this about it. Like, yeah, they don't they don't know what the fuck that is, right? Yeah, yeah like a, yeah. a real a real comic person bought that shit. Well, this is uh, interesting. Uh, here we go. Daredevil number one, an 8.5 CGC, 8.5, 15.9. Crazy. 16, yeah, sold, 16 grand. Sold my only copy for 300 bucks. Yeah, there, a, a copy just sold last month for uh, 8.5 for 12. So this is 4,000 over what it sold sure. for last month. 
This is an interesting one. I, I don't know what this one. You have to explain this one to me, Ben. This is Last Unicorn number one, the retail incentive B cover, I, 9.8. I have no clue what oh this is. God. What is? Do you know what this is? What this is, Oddfell? Oddfell, let I us know. There's a comic version of this. This is like a movie and book from my childhood. Um, wow. The movie is one of those where I feel like if you watch it as a kid, it holds its like level of being good and magic. But if you never saw it as a kid, watching it as an adult, you're like, what the hell is this? Like, wh what am I watching? Um, I have never seen that there's a comic for it, but with how much of a cult classic the movie is, this absolutely tracks. What do you, do you remember approximately like year of the movie? Um, I can just search it real quick. I'm already yeah, on it. Yeah, this is so yeah, this, this I is don't remember it. I don't I don't 82. 82? It came out in 82. Yeah, we I didn't see it. We're all we gonna be watching Last Unicorn this week. <laughs> I'm ready, dude. Like I watched it as a kid and I loved it, but I've had friends that, that haven't watched it as a kid and they're like, what the hell? Like I feel like if you don't watch it as a kid, it's like very strange as an adult. <laughs> well, that's crazy. That. Well, there you go. So here, here. Sword and sorcery movie. My niece is foreign, loves unicorns. Should maybe we go there? Yeah, it's it, it's right. pretty well animation wise. Um, oh, it's animated. Okay, yeah, that's probably why I don't remember it. Now, there I you go. Look at the Broadway, Broadway, Broadway adaptation produced by Fergie. There you go. Yeah. Maybe, uh, <laughs> there you, that's that's crazy, but yeah, with how cult classic the movie is, like, I this tracks. That's nuts. I love seeing books like this that I would have never thought. I probably would have bought, maybe bought it if if I'd have seen it signed, but I don't think I'd have bought it otherwise. If I saw no. this in a half price books, I wouldn't buy it. Add yeah, that to the yeah. long so, list of things on the show I didn't know anything about. So this obviously, is be, be, like buy, but not think it's worth anything. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> yes. So be, Beagle must be the writer because that's how they do it for the like the R.R. Martins or the Stephen Kings. They all get like top billing on on the comics, right? So yep. Beagle must be the writer. Yep. And so oh, it's probably signed by Beagle. Probably. Oh, I just sent one of these to CGC. You know we <laughs> sold for nine hundred thirty bucks. Yep. Yes, I just paid three bucks for it. <laughs> Score. Holy yeah. shit. Yep. Not bad. Uh, this one is a one another one that I remember from my. This is one of the books that like my top ten books that I never am able to find and that's primer number two uh first appearance of grendel this is one of those amazing books as a kid when you grew up on wizard you knew about this book um a cgc 9.8 sold for fifty six hundred dollars yeah previous Good high board. was third was thirty two hundred so, so we're, this this is john z always missed the shows when we talk about his shit the most i know Silver Surfer number three and nine six sold for uh, just under sixteen, and that is pretty amazing. Sixteen grand for a Silver Surfer number three oh, nine point six. If you had told me three was going to sell for more than four, I'd have told you you needed psychiatric treatment a couple yeah. of years ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And and you know what? I'm looking up something. Um, nineteen six. Let's go with that. Uh, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look up another price real quick. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Uh, we're gonna look about this uh, really cool guy. So, what grade was that? Nine six. Nine six. All right. So let me just make sure that 
Iron Man 55 still sells. All right, so Iron Man 55 in 96 sells for 2800 2800 <laughs> In January 2021? I fucking give up. I give I, up, right? I give up. Are you going to tell me this guy is going to have more impact on this whole goddamn universe than fucking Thanos? Get out of here, dude. This is absolutely preposterous, dude. Yeah. So, crazy uh, time. You want to know how crazy it is? This is how crazy it's sold, it is. It's sold for 45 in 2020, but 2800 for Iron Man 55 and Stupid Mephisto just sold for five times that? Get out how of about, here, dude. How about this, brother? A Transformers number one. I, I fucking can't. Nine point nine sold for forty four thousand dollars, and it's not the only nine nine. If it was the only nine nine, I would get it. There's three yeah, nine nines. It, There's not three I, nine nines of a book release last week. This place is full of shit. You know what I mean? There's not three nine nines of anything that came out last week, but there's three nine nines of this somehow. And 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 my and my friends, people, everybody's getting hammered on copper because they don't give out. They don't even give out nine eights anymore. But there's a bunch of nine nines floating around for their homies. Murdered on copper. Murdered. Oh, slaughtered, dude. Slaughtered. I felt. I feel for a couple of people. I've sent things for. I'm like, temper your expectations. I hate to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. There's no more free nine eights. And uh, just being honest. All right. Well, we're gonna run through this last set. This is uh, some card and and stuff going here we got uh the zion prisms the the not just the base rookie from the the panini prism sets and the psa 10 are selling for getting close to that a thousand dollar range again they're at 710 i'm great on all mine regardless yeah yep uh here we go we got the tatis 2019 tops chrome refractor sold a psa 10 sold for a thousand and fifty five this is interesting. Kobe, we talk about Kobe. Any Kobe rookies are going for ridiculous money. But then here's a 96-97 tops, the raw, right? And they just say well-centered PSA, PSN, 9910 could be. It's just a raw card. And it's sold for $768. A PSA 10 sold for $7,100. That's a tough, that's a tough 10, though. I don't care. That's crazy. I that's can see so the well-centered was off, by the way. Uh, if you know Kobe stuff is going crazy, so is the LeBron stuff. How crazy is it? Le- the LeBron Bazooka comic LeBron rookie is sold for $2,300. Jesus. Um, Optic Football is being released in uh, Walmarts and Targets. The mega boxes are selling from anywhere from like $140 to $180 on eBay. How much are so, they at Walmart? I think they're like 40, 40. bucks max, 40. right? Yeah, yeah, 40 They're down there. Yeah, okay. so there you go. Uh, I haven't seen any yet, but they're they're out there. This is an interesting one. Uh, this is a, a card that I I wish I would have bought before this all. This is one of those cards that I really wish I would have gotten a hold of. The 92 Classic Draft Picks Derek Jeter card, the foil edition. Uh, PSA 10 sold for $1,550. Uh, look at this. How about this? When you know cards are going crazy, when a fucking – when a freaking Allen and Ginter – cryptocurrency card sells for two hundred and seventy five dollars um i don't know what that fucking means now <laughs> we're gonna get crazy out of here now we're gonna get crazy ladies and gentlemen uh, stein talked about this uh, bef- uh a couple shows ago the 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 grogu psa 10s are selling for 500 around 500 uh of course these are based on the 77 series one tops design here's some series one tops design goodness a p uh, PSA 8 
Jesus uh, Luke Skywalker Christ. sold for three thousand dollars, right? Oh, I'm, oh. A, I'm, a, I'm a fucking asshole, dude. Well, I left a box of these behind. Yeah. A PSA eight. I should just drive and go try to get that box. A Han Solo PSA I, eight sold for three fifty. We'll just break in his house, bro. Fuck it. A PSA eight OB one sold for two twenty three. I, I, I'm, I, I for got, those I gotta Star- go. I'm gonna go cry myself to sleep. For those Star Wars fans out there that know what the real quote unquote first cards are of Star Wars, you know about the Wonder Bread cards. Here's a 77 PSA 10 Luke Skywalker Wonder Bread card that sold for fifty six hundred dollars. Jesus. How about a PSA nine Luke Skywalker from uh, the Green series, which I think might have been series. Three? I can't remember what, wow. what yeah. Four four hundred and five dollars for a PSA nine. Here's the crazy stuff. We talk about how expensive wax is. A wow. Star Wars Series One box certified by a baseball card exchange, like we always talk about. Thirty five thousand thirty six thousand dollars. Thirty six thousand dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a series two sold for like eight thousand, and a series three sold for like four, I think. Um, here we go, well, garbage pail kids. Thing. A PSA eight garbage pail kids of Adam Bomb. This is a PSA eight sold for almost a thousand dollars, nine hundred seventy eight bucks. A PSA I, eight, dude. I think I should grade those minis, huh? Yes, and that doesn't yes. even present that well. Look how off center that one is. Yeah, yeah, that's dude. You could see that's thirty seventy or something. How about this? A just a pack, an unopened pack. Not the box, an unopened pack of Garbage Pail Kids Series One, three hundred and twenty bucks. Oh, Not even certified. More than Not my even... grandpa got me for twenty five cents. Yes, <laughs> dude, you can hire those back clothes, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's end it with some uh, some interesting uh, m- comic card stuff. A ninety three Marvel masterpiece Spider Man PSA ten sold for twelve hundred and seventy five dollars. Wow, I mean yeah. that's what I would pay for that. I've talked about the flare metal. Yeah, I've talked about the flare metal on here before. You guys, if you guys see the flare metal out there, they're worth always taking a look at. If you can pick up any flare metal and unopened wax, do it. Here's the 95 flare metal boxes, two boxes of the 95 flare metal Marvel cards sold for $2,231. For all those people that are Fortnite fans or have kids that are Fortnite fans, who would have ever thought that the Fortnite cards that you saw in Walmart that you thought were nothing are now selling mega boxes for $600. You know how much Panini, uh, like like Prism Football, I left last year waiting for Prism Basketball? Mm-hmm. Like fucking 10 blasters every store going by 20 stores driving from OC to the desert like every day. Yep, me too. Me too. And okay. and, and how about this? This is uh, – let's a little end it on a little Cara Dune love. A 2020 top Star Wars Mandalorian Gina Carano Cara Dune card sold for $350. Not Not graded. Good deal. Not graded. Yeah. So it goes to show you guys that it is crazier than we could ever think. And uh, I'm a little bummed out that PSA prices went up, but I'm glad that we got these pop shippers we're going to try out so we can send some, some goodies in and, yeah, I um, yeah, it's just craziness. So I want to remind everybody that uh, to win that vision, first white vision, the uh, West Coast Avengers 
50 number. cents. I paid 50 yeah. cents, so don't feel too bad about it. Number 45. Uh, I'll make try sure, to send you something else cool, too. Make sure to leave a kind, a kind comment uh, below when this uh, show is done being presented live. Leave a kind comment below and let us know what your favorite moment of WandaVision is. And uh, we'll pick a winner for that for next week. Um, other than that, uh, please make sure to take a look at the GoFundMe for uh, Flipside family member Corbin's little brother uh, for a horrific event that happened uh, this last weekend. Um, the information for that is in the description below. Um, make sure to go give Oddfell a follow on IG and all of her, her amazing social medias. There will have a, a link tree available for that in the description below. Make sure to check out her and Nico's interview that uh, was uh, aired last saturday really really good interview uh done very well just killer production on that man let me tell you um so thank you yeah. and make sure to harass her into uh, coming back and joining us more often on the podcast amen amen and you guys thank you so much for everybody out there that shows kindness and love to this channel um, remember honesty in comics in 2021 integrity is what you do when nobody's looking adios hey.